You will notice that every episode of Monkeys Took My Jetpack contains an explicit tag, meaning there may be language which would be unsuitable for work or for children. This time, we mean it. You've been warned. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 66. It's been a very long time in coming, and I apologize for that. I have been out with a cold and a sinus infection, which left me sounding like I swallowed a bunch of razor blades, which might have been fun to listen to, but it would not have been fun to record. So I was waiting until it was at least manageable, and uh, I think it is, and so here we are. But it was that combined with holiday festivities. I mean, this episode's been sitting edited and ready to go for quite some time, and uh, thanks to Moondog, as always, for doing such an awesome job editing, and I apologize for taking this long to get it out to you, but here it is. And what is it, you ask? It is the 20th session of Dresden Files. I have to tell you, this was a fun session. I had forgotten a lot about what went on in this session. And in listening to it, just to make sure that there wasn't anything... Okay, I'll tell you the truth. The real reason, if you want a little behind the scenes on this, the real reason I listened to it before I just posted is nothing to do with his editing. It has much more to do with the fact that I need to come up with a title for the issue. I would have put myself in a much better place in the beginning had I just called them Monkeys Took My Jetpack issue number X or whatever instead of giving a title for each one. But no, the precedent has been set and I'm not about to change after 65 issues to stop doing titles now. So, what that means is I have to listen to the episode before I post it to you and give it a good title or what I think is a good title. So, armed with that knowledge, let us begin. The cast includes Trilobite as our nifty game master, yours truly Blind Geek as David Mercury, Josh as Ezra Cricklin, and Thunderstep as Adam Dipple. So without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 66, Brute Force. When last we left our heroes... There was about to be I, some ass-kicking taking place. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. We, oh, wait. It's starting to... You know what's funny? I'll be, like, during the day going, what happened during the last game? And I have no idea. And as soon as we start gaming and you're like, what happened? All of a sudden, it'll start to come back to me, I guess because I'm actually doing the Skype thing and it, the setting is the same and... The, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. Okay, so we were in that... We, we were in the... I know we, <laughs> we were, were in... For- we were in the village of the Stepford Wives, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I wound, I know exactly where Adam is. He's in Hulk mode. Yeah, mm-hmm. lifting up a car. Uh, no, he... Threw chucked, a car. Yeah, he chucked a car at the APV. Chuck a car? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I want to feel for you. Oh, man, I'd give you a yum-yum if it made any difference. <laughs> I would, too. That, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't, but... 
So, uh, as I was saying, when last we left our heroes, a Eastern European sedan of some type (laughs) of dubious lineage was sailing through the air on an intercept course with a uh, a beautiful sort of honey brown polished APC, part of a, a small security force, small being this APC in like four cruisers headed in your direction. What I need from you, Adam, is, I believe, a might roll, please. I spent the whole weekend self-editing Hobomancer's Companion, and your passive voice you just used almost made me vomit. (laughs) (laughs) I do what I can. I got this big notice. Car was sailing through the air? No, the car sailed sailed through the air. The passive is perfectly acceptable. The passive has been accepted. It's acceptable in terms of recap, I I would think. I understand. (laughs) This is what I did all weekend. All weekend, I I went through that document. I got this big sign on my office door that says, uh, if you ever want to test to see if you're writing in the passive voice, if you write a sentence and you can immediately follow it up with by zombies, you're in passive voice. Oh, that's good. I got rid of John Wick's Facebook recommendation that he posted to whatever writer happened to be listening to him at the time. Like, don't use future imperfect. Don't use passive voice. I got a weird question for you. Not the, oh. the heroes will find orcs. The heroes find orcs. I'm, yeah, I'm ready. Give me your question. Your trouble. You can't use that as an aspect, can you? Absolutely. Sure you can. can. It is an aspect. Alright, then I'm blowing one I'm blowing at least one fate point on that as ultimate outsider because the mode he's in at the moment. I encourage this. Yes. Alright. Land on the flat surface. Okay. What you got, son? The, the roll puts me down at fair, but when I add the fate point in, that adds what to it? Thir- two? I- two. So that boosts me up to great. Give me your numbers, son. Plus four. Excellent. So is a great throw of a car. Yes. <clears throat> Which lands hood to hood with the APC. It's one of these with, you know, wheels. It's got four wheels on there and smashes down into the hood, sending the APC flipping up into the air. The two vehicles engage in a brief aerodynamic dance before crashing down in a terrible tumulet. <laughs> sending debris scattering in all directions. Perhaps unsurprisingly, the cruisers break to a halt. (laughs) You guys. I'm uh, certain that he can take care of this, and I'm following my uh, trackadoo spell, trying to find the egg while he's making a distraction. You had previously, doing this, followed your trackadoo spell, which I think should be the official name. I think it is now. (laughs) I like that. Through this um, stately building to a, like, gentleman's drawing room type place. Oh, that's right. I found the the cop. Found a journal tucked away. Yeah, similar to the one I had found previous. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. That's right. So I am stashing that in ye old uh, messenger bag. Done. (laughs) And making a beeline back out to grab my friends and leave. Done and done. David. I was following him. Oh, were you? I believe so. I thought you're. Yeah. I thought you're out there fighting. He was following you now. Oh, okay. Run into me as I'm on my way out. David. Hey. I thought you were with Adam. Oh, uh, 
Well, no, I was following you to see if we can find the egg. Oh, I found it. Well, I found what I think it is. I found another book, and it seems to be following a pattern. Yeah, I think I was... Because remember, he was... I mean, we're saying it happened... I'm just for the sake of my recollection. Remember, he was telling me, go, and we were arguing about it, and finally, I think I said I ran after him. Let's say yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, perfect. Okay. Let's say Ezra was unaware of that. Time. Okay. Did that just sound like a car hitting an APC to you? Oh, what the... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that big crash? Let's go check it out! Yeah, let's go run towards the rampaging golem monster. I'm not sure we know. Yeah, that's true. Have we seen him like this before? No. I have not. Okay. Probably not. Okay. So they entered the lobby, and what do they behold? The way that I picture this, Adam only gets like this if he feels like he failed to protect someone. Mm-hmm. And... That's one of his major motivations. It always has been, ever since he was created. So now, okay, he brought this child back from death, which he caused, which is causing him mental angst. Basically, he has gone kind of feral. She is a child. He must protect her. These things. So what do they see? What do they see? Solomon Grundy. Pickles? Oh, you don't know Solomon? Okay. I know Solomon Grundy. I don't know who Pickles is. Yeah. Basically, it seems like his chest is swollen up. And right now, he's... The way I picture it, right now, he's ripping one of the fountains out of the the floor. Perfect. His coat is ripped. His shirt is ripped. But his eyes are just filled with that... You remember when you saw him with your wizard sight? Yes. You can see the blue fire. And you can also see the seams of different clays and everything on his flesh much more vividly. Have you ever played uh, or read Promethean the Created by White Wolf? Yes. Okay, because okay, that's just what happens when they start using all their powers. Okay, yeah. Cool, fair enough. I, I really love I'm still pissed. I loaned it to somebody, never got it back. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Fountain having been ripped up, what do you do with it? Well, right, right now, I'm just waiting for anybody stupid enough to come close to the child. Not me. <clears throat> Adam? Let's let him demolish the other cruisers before I start trying to talk him down. Yeah, I'm, are, are, I'm just I'm curious. Not... Are they are the lights and the sounds still coming from these nasty square things? Oh yeah, totally. And like people are getting out of them, and they have guns. I'm hiding back here. I'm whipping the fountain at the first one, the one closest. Give me another actually, might. Actually, let me know when my turn comes up. I got a plan or something. No problem. Like it. We're pretty much plan. out of sequence here, but uh, how about I come back to you next? Yeah, no problem. So give me a might roll. Okay, just to let you know, I'm boosting the created being thing. Mm-hmm. I'm boosting it all the way up, plus Excellent. six. Take a note of how many points you use uh, for that. Yeah, let me see. You know, may boost up. Do I have to p- spend fate points for that? No. Okay, so I'm just going to take a, a six stress hit on this one. Mm-hmm. All right, humor me on this. Six stress hit means I check off the six box in the stress thing, correct? You got it. Mm-hmm. Not all the other ones, just the six box. Number six. Correct. All right, yep. Yeah. All right, I'm doing it, so. Holy shit. Okay, his might's already at plus three. I rolled three pluses, so that's, so 12. The piece of concrete which formerly was half a fountain before it was smashed into by the car on its way over young Jerry Berm here, snaps out arrow straight. There is not the slightest curve to it, nor does its path deviate as it clips off the top of the car and possibly the top of the private security person who was behind the car. Ezra, you said you wanted to do something. Yeah, I'm, uh, I bring out the old wand and shout, Frost and Blocking! I'm gonna put a ice wall between him and the security guards. Mm-hmm. Great big wall of ice. 
Sounds to me like you're putting up a block. Uh, it's going to be a zone border or a block, however you want to define that. I like zone border. It sounds okay. cool. Okay, it'll be uh, three strength and three exchanges of duration, which makes a uh, power of five, which mm-hmm. I can do no problem. Well, I mean, and... I can do if only spending one mental stress without stressing myself out between my specialties and my foci. Y- you know, encasing him in ice would be pretty funny. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> if only because he's going to be very heavy. You're pretty way. sure you can get all kinds of crazy ice power out of Coyote to do that. My plan is to... <laughs> no, I don't I want to do I, that. I just love the temptation voice. <laughs> I know. No, I, I don't want to do that. I'm hoping that if I, if I block his targets, he might calm down. But encasing him in ice is a decent plan B. All right. So what value are we looking at for the border here? It'll be a three border and then... Three. Okay, thanks. And then it'll be three uh, exchanges of duration unless they break it. So it's a five. I'm coming at it with a five, so as long as I break even, I'll be good. And I got plus one, so yay. No problem. Done and done. Frosted blocking! Big wall of ice. Between you and the uh, cops. What's it look like as it comes into being? It kind of just crackles in the air as temperature drops, and it just kind of spreads midair as the ambient moisture kind of freezes in the air. Mm-hmm. It's not strength three. It's not incredibly thick, but enough opaque and spiderwebbed enough to block his view. Excellent. David? I'm not really sure there's much for me to do. He's taking care of the cruisers, and Ezra's taking care of him, okay, so... Now you go grab him. <laughs> Fuck you! Come on, I'm the one fun manipulating the fundamental fundamental laws of the universe. Besides, you you already in- <laughs> you got the easy job. You- All right, I I want to hear how you do this. <laughs> it's it, it, it's going to inform me what I what what I do. <laughs> I'm eager to see it. Okay, Lord, give me strength. All right, I summon up the mightiest voice I can. He's that cop voice. Yeah, the cop voice. Yeah, exactly. Adam, stop. Thanks for that. I'll do it. <laughs> no, I'm moving toward him as I say it. I'm not just standing there like an idiot. Just That'll do a great job, Ray. Yeah. I'd like to resolve this, or at least have it be somewhat informed by a rule. Let's call this intimidate, unless persuade or whatever the equivalent is works better for you. Yeah, because I'm not really trying to intimidate. I'm trying to cut through the fury fog. And sometimes you need to use that command voice just to do that. All right, let me get some dice out here because I'm so prepared. Well, we did kind of spring this on you, so yeah, it's okay. I know, I know. You were I know. the one that told us to start. It was my... I, you know what? I didn't say that I... You did segue today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will stand by my ill-preparedness, and, uh, you know, I'm not proud of... Cancel. Screw y'all. All for ya. Oh, boy. That'd be the dice I'm talking to. Yes, I talked to my dice. Okay, so that would be game, set, and match... Which makes the total... Where the hell am I... There we go. Sorry. Okay, I was right in the first place. It's good. However, I am going to... Let's see. This has to be... I would almost pay a fate point to tag for effect because I've got two aspects which help me out significantly here. Mm -hmm. One is hounded by anger. I know what he's going through, at least to a certain degree. Ah, okay. And two is uh, champ protector, champion, whatever the hell it says, of the innocent. I would absolutely let you do that, not to the degree that it would control I'm not trying to Adam's con- reaction, oh, okay. but we could say the effect would be that it that the words themselves cut through the yeah, rage. That's what I'm trying for. So give me a fate point. There you go. Thank Take you. It. <sighs> 
So yes. <laughs> what do I need to roll? Do you think nothing? I wanted this mostly to be sort of informed by okay. what happened here. So two things happen simultaneously. Your view of the men and the boxy things is blocked off. I mean, they're just gone. And then you hear a voice that just cuts through and gets to your conscious mind. And, David, you actually said... Adam, stop! Yeah, up to you what you do with that. Very creative dialogue, I know. I'm picturing Adam has the girl cradled in one arm. He's been Mm -hmm. picking up cars and fountains with just one hand. I like it. Adam will... Well, Adam whips around... Looks at David, the the voice he recognizes, and just looks David up and down, still is obviously caught in the fit of just fury. Can they hurt the child? No. no. They can't have her. I failed her once. I'm not doing it again. How much more blood do you want on your hands? Haven't we already spilled enough today? I'll spill oceans of blood if I have to. There's no, There's no point to this. The damage has already been done. It's already done. If you want to recriminate yourself and grieve, I'll join you. You know, I'll just go but start the car. Not right now. You do that. Okay. He says What brusquely. car? Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was the car he threw, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh. I'll go find a car. <laughs> you can always just... You take you off. You can always duck out on us. I do take off to find a car, yeah. Making a beeline around Adam. You could, you could always duck out on us, Ezra. And the girl who I was in favor of killing anyway. <laughs> well, that's why I'm not saying yeah. anything. I'm over here. Hi. Ezra is, in fact, ducking out. I might, I think... might literally duck out. That's what I was going for, yeah. I think at this point in time, Adam does kind of collapse, just down on his knees, just looking at David. I killed her. I killed her, David. And we provoked you. We egged you on. I'm not saying that, I mean, we had a hand in this as well. You can hear a voice over a bullhorn from outside calling for you to surrender and come out with your hands up. I'd look at the ice block and just roar as loud as I can. Fuck off! (laughs) All right, all right, everyone. Okay, plan Z here. Okay, I'm opening a way. Let's get out of here. We'll find our way back through somewhere else. Unless you want to go fight the monster hunters out there. Uh, no, but I'd like to find a fucking egg. We've been, this is the second time. I got we... it. I got the thing. I told you this. Oh, like... okay. All right. <laughs> There's not going to be any surrendering today. Just don't provoke the cops. Just shut up <laughs> and step into the. the no, we plan. don't provoke them. We crush yeah. them. No, we're going to play it safe and open up a dimension, uh, open up a gate into an unknown side of the extra dimension where there could be any number of monsters. I but I'd at take least my we'll chances with the, I'd rather oh. take my chances with the security guards. We got the Incredible Hulk open, here on our side. Holy jeez. Open your gate. You ever see the movie Frankenstein? It doesn't turn out well for the monster. Not, no offense. I lived it, little man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to go do that. I don't want to go talk to the cops. I'll go talk to, well, we'll, we'll figure out something. Anyway, way opening up. All right, fine. Let's just get out of here. We can go back to the bookstore. You can, you know, I've got, I, I know what it's like to have when the anchor burns. We'll get some hot chocolate into you, watch some Saturday morning cartoons, go kick some beer. bad guys' asses. That's what, or beer. And none of this piss will you get a goddamn American beer. All right, we'll get you some Fosters. Guinness. I got a line on some kind bud, if that'll help. Open the fucking gates. Gates <laughs> opening up. Yep. Yes, sir. I don't have time to do the fancy ritual, so I am just taking out the wand. 
pouring mm-hmm. as much of my will into it as I can, and just basically Ooh. ripping opening away with the wand. I'm actually going to require a roll for this one. Absolutely. You know, this is especially not, because this is how Lost in Space got started. Are you aware of this? <laughs> especially because through the high windows that lead into the lobby, a pair of canisters trailing a whitish smoke have just been lobbed. Really? I'm mm-hmm. open I'm open to I, other suggestions. I'm I keeping... run for I run forward, grab the canisters, throw them back. I don't breathe. <laughs> I love it. Really everyone else you've got a, a burning in the back of your throat and watery eyes, but that's it. Yeah, see oh, still God. wanna talk? Still want still wanna talk? Dave, or you want to go uh, world hopping with me? I, I'm Your just curious. Can I see? Ezra. Can I see the person who threw them? No, you can't see anything. The doorway the ice. is filled with ice. I don't think they can hear me because my voice is normal human voice. So, Adam, would you please tell them if they ask them if they have families and if they value their families and they think they their families value them, they should stop now. Meanwhile, Ezra is just yeah. trying to tear open a hole. Give me a roll. I don't know if I want to go through that hole. We will never get back. At any rate, I'm putting uh, six shifts into it. Or actually, no, I'm putting five shifts into it, which means I'm going to take a mental consequence, a mild one, of mm-hmm. just a uh, headache. Works. And I'll put migraine. And I got a six on my roll. What's this look like as it opens up? Uh, just I just grab my wand. Like I grab my wand with both hands, and I'm like just like like turning it like a dagger and just jamming it about head height and just ripping downward, leaving like a glowing white tear in space. What are you doing? Yeah, opening the way. We had said this. I'm just making sure he knows what's okay. going on. We, we had said it. I don't know if we said it in character. Yeah. So no, I, no. yes, I'm I consider sure pretty much did. everything you say to be in character. I had pretty much thought that we did. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's a quick and dirty version. I don't like doing it. And right now, stop shouting. Out of curiosity, I did lob the two canisters right back out at them, right? Yeah. Okay. Chucked one and lobbed the other. I, I can kind of see not very well through the ice, right? No, it's, uh, like, totally opaque. All right, but can I make out the flashing lights? Mm, not really. It's uh, one of the wizard's goals was to, to block it off. You know, it's just white. All right, you're lucky. Gauzy light coming through. That said, it only lasts for three exchanges, so it's probably not yes. going to be around for long. Because I was going to rip up the other half of the fountain and chuck it at where I hear the voice coming from. All right, guys, express gateway to hell. Lord, forgive me. All right, I step... I mean, we might wind up in Candyland. I don't know what's on the other side. It's an adventure. I have a daughter. I'd like to see her again. Keeping the girl close to my side, I will follow behind. Ezra goes through first, followed by the golem. Could use a little help, Lord! Walk through. (laughs) I was totally prepared for David to just take off in a completely different direction. I almost did, but... I don't think I'd be able to fend off the forces of evil that are here without Hulk Smash over here. So, well, with luck, we won't wind up in the middle of an ocean or on top of a, or, at, or at the edge of a cliff when we jump out. Now, again, Adam's whole mentality at the moment is protect the kid. If this is the best way to protect the kid, he'll go through the damn portal. Late, Adam. The three of you are sliding down a steep incline, dislodging rattling objects in the dark, and the air fills with an aroma oh, like a dentist's office when you're getting your teeth drilled and like old books. It's very dark in here. I kind of wrap my body around the girl 
making sure to protect her. She could sue you for that. Oh, wait, she's alive. That's right. I forgot you re- resurrected her. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So did I when I made my The Damage is Already Done comment. I forgot. Yeah. That. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what the hell is yeah, he well, trying I mean, to protect the dead? I thought he's just so pissed off he doesn't even yeah, realize Yeah, that's what I thought, dead. too. And I forgot that. Oh, like, yeah, that I mean, you, guys, you guys may not know because... Yeah, I don't know if we do because that happened when after I had already taken yeah. off with Follow Him. What was Quick reactions case? to sliding down this... Ah! No. Works. <laughs> Again, I, I'm covering her body and writing. Oh, it's just yep. like Monsters, Inc. <laughs> what? And God, you... What's her name? The girl's name? Jerry. Girl, Jerry. That's right. Oh, yeah. With the eye. Yeah, with the eye with a little heart over it. Yep. Oh. You come to rest in a drift of cold, almost like papery stones with rounded contours and your eyes are just starting to adjust. You've got that like throbbing blackness as your eyes are switching over and uh, it's like this very dim, just shapes upon shapes. But the floor is definitely lighter than the curving, arching walls of whatever tunnel you found yourself in. Like it seems to glow a sort of ghostly gray. The sounds of the things you've dislodged, some of which are rattling down the incline behind you, echo off into the distance. You're definitely in some sort of big tunnel. Light the tip of my wand. Lumos! Ah, uh, bones. Ah, oh, lovely. Dr. McCoy, what the hell are you doing here? All right, moving on. You guys are sitting in a field of bones, picked clean, most of them yellow with age, some of them brittle and having just come apart, many of them gleaming white. Some of them at least appear human. Others are even recognizable. The vast majority are not. What do you suppose the chances are this is where nice, peaceful vegetarian creatures come to die quietly in their sleep? No? All right. <laughs> I hurt. Yeah, I hurt too. Head's throbbing. About as good as the chance of your dealings with Coyote ending well. Give him a fucking pass on that at the moment, please. Hey, look, I got us out of there, didn't I? Big, big deal. If we're in a worse position than we were before, what difference does it make? This looks like the snake's den, genius. Could be worse. The tunnel, like some old sewers, has raised platforms along either side. Kind of low walls that have a, a flat top. These seem to be mostly free of bones. The walls are made out of interlocking stones, and none of them are rectangular or square. They're all different geometric shapes. This isn't the snake's den, is it? Doesn't look like it to you. You climbed down and then up into an enormous cavern. Which was filled with bones. Yeah, the bones that were around the entrance were all human. Okay. With some animal stuff mixed in there. A lot of this stuff you don't recognize. A lot of it has, like, big brain cases and forward-facing eyes, but ain't none of that stuff human. We don't happen to hear a roar or anything in the back in the distance, do we? No, just the sound of air moving in a vast underground space. Okay. All right. Look, all we got to do is travel for a little bit until I'm, you know, fairly certain we're away from the from the place we were at. And then we can just hop back into Earth, and we'll find our way home from there. How's the How's the girl? Breathing shallowly but steadily. But she's, she's still pale. Face is all bruised. Okay. Do we notice that she's alive yet? Because I don't think you we tell did me. To... I take off what's left of my coat and kind of wrap her up to keep her warm, almost you like swaddle. You realize she's dead, right? Not to be tactless, but I, I look. I look at David, and I'm like, "Snake's venom." <sighs> She got bit by a snake. Okay, we have to get her out of here because if she comes back around and there are weird, there's weird magical crap going on, I will protect her. You 
could leave her here. Voices are echoing in this cavernous underground space. And that's not an option, Ezra. What? Oh, sorry. Inside voice. Right. <laughs> we can have this discussion later. Lead I'm on. Sure, we will. Let's go this way. Hopefully this will be like the mummy thing in Raiders of the Lost Ark. We just get through it real quick and we're back on the other side and everything's hunky-dory, but I... What mummies in Raiders of the Lost Ark? The mummy chamber. After they... After they... As we're walking. After they knock... After he knocks the dra- the statue over and uh, and gets out of the Well of the Souls, they wind up in this in the mummy chamber with skeletons and stuff. I honestly don't remember that part. <laughs> remember the snake comes out of the, of the mm-hmm. skeleton's mouth and there's a lot of screaming? You have to just wade good. through bones if you're gonna be walking along yeah. as you guys climb up those walls on either side. That's how hard it is to uh, walk through the bones. Yeah. Like, oh. how deep are the bones? You're not feeling a ground underneath you, at least. So how far do I sink in the bones? Let me say that. You sink down to about waist height before you feel stone under your feet. We are climbing some pylons, then. Yeah. All right. Ezra, to an elephant it. graveyard, boys and girls. As long as my body is in such fucking pain. Mind if we have a brief metaphysical discussion here for a moment? Well, we're wading through bones. What better time? time, We're climbing up bones. Climbing up, wading through. There's enough. Just, just fine. Anything to pass the time. Platforms on either side. You guys can get to those. Look free of debris. Platforms are heading for. I -hmm. never understood this whole other dimension thing that we're doing. What is this place? I don't know. So this literally is just like a random dimension. This is the never never, which sometimes it's another side of reality and it sometimes syncs up with what's on the for lack of a better word our side thematically usually and sometimes doesn't okay so this isn't like some kind of weird role-playing game thing where it's a shadow of the other side right it sometimes is but not always it usually goes with emotional and thematic content like a, a place of death and destruction will often link up with a place of death and destruction on the other side or a place of joy and peace will often link up with someone else it doesn't always work that way i was about That's to right. ask why the hell would a rehab clinic be situated over you know this well it was a rehab clinic apparently with some evil supernatural connections considering the warlocks i put down and the fact that there's a cast daniantic egg book in their study, so who knows? Oh, hell, there's a Cassidon Yantic egg book in their study, and now we're on the nether nether on their side. Let's yeah. keep moving. Yeah. You pass by a side <laughs> tunnel. In the distance down there, you can see a flickering blue light. Hey, that looks promising. Light at the end of the tunnel. Hey, so it could be. Yeah, could be death. Well, monsters hang out in the darkness. Love you too, buddy. Turning <laughs> on the side tunnel, it's, it's more of the same. Where's the blue light coming from? Uh, from further down the tunnel, the further you walk, the further it seems to go. You can pick up a little bit of movement, almost like a lantern swinging or someone wearing a headlamp and walking along. Is there a nice thick femur or something nearby me? Oh, yeah. There's this monstrous thing still partially connected to a taloned foot. Perfect. I grab it. Scraps of cloth on it. The benefit of being here than being out there is that anything on this side we can hopefully deal with and don't have to worry about busting the skulls of some innocent cops just doing their job. Keep marching. I'll be right behind you. Adam. What are you doing, buddy? All right, well. And Ezra, you just uh, left those warlocks behind unconscious. Yes. Okay. Hmm. I wasn't going to murder them in cold blood, and I wasn't going to kill them with magic, so I put them down. So not only did he leave them unconscious, he also damaged their self-esteem. Good show. 
Oh, the fate of the... So there it? actually were wizards in this Well, place? I don't know. They were people in black. There were people in robes shooting magic at me, so it sounded wizard. Oh, they weren't in robes. They were dressed in, like, normal stuff. Weren't they? I thought they were in, like, robes. Okay. You expected them to... Whoa. You expected Sorry. them to be in robes. That's okay. I thought, for some reason, I had them pictured in cultist robes, but never mind. Okay. So are oh, we... Uh, yeah, we're in the side tunnel still... Yep. yep, following this like kind of swinging, dancing blue light. And Adam, you hear a, a, or excuse me, David, you hear a dry sort of rustling noise and something alights on the back of your neck. Ah, God. Okay, uh, I freeze. You freeze and you feel little legs searching, probing as this thing walks along the back of your neck, okay. and then an intense burning pain. Oh, shit. I was afraid you were going to say that. I was trying to cut you off before you got to that point. <laughs> All right. I, uh... Oh, God! And I reached to the back of my neck and picked the scorpion spider... Scorpion spider thing. It's this insect-like thing, kind of shaped like a star. It's got, like, six parts to its body. Like, little hideous, glistening bug eyes in right, the center. I, and I chuck it as far away from me as I can. Ugh. Off it goes. That thing bit me. What? That thing bit me. Uh, yikes. That! Yeah, I know, I know. I don't know what to do about that. Well, Ezra, you see one of them winging its way towards you, and, uh... Adam, you, you see a couple more behind it. Gentlemen... I say we start to run. I agree. There's not really any good fit footing to do that on here. No, you're on a level platform. Oh, I mean, it's we made still... of, like, cobbled stone, okay, but still. Okay, I misunderstood. Sorry. Okay, then let's run. Oh, yeah. Is this a new scene? Yes. Okay, then my stress is gone. <laughs> not mine. Mine's just beginning. Yeah, but, well, I... And, Adam, yours remains until you can, you know, repair Fix. yourself. Yeah. Oh, his stress remains? Yep. Mm-hmm. Has Gumby and... gotten... Damaged again. I repaired my... Basically, this is the only stress box I have marked off because I repaired myself the other times. But it was a six six stress hit, so... Basically, you're still seeing the seams. That's the best way to put it. There's a dry, rustling noise like leaves blowing in the autumn wind. And the darkness begins to stir, resolving into hundreds of tiny points. Okay, I'm pulling out my gun. I start shooting these things. Is that ahead of us or behind us? That is behind you. So you stop to fire. The flash illuminates in strobe fashion with with hideous clarity. Thousands of these little star-shaped insect things, wings fluttering, hooked claws flexing hungrily, and something like like a stomach like pulsing out of the bottom of some of them. A couple of them land on your hands. Oh god. It immediately starts burning as they like it's like they're pushing their guts out onto your skin and that's what's burning you. I have the holy Holy touch. I'm not sure if that has to be active or just the fact that they touch me could cause them... To things that would respond to that sort of thing, uh, yeah, it's pretty much default. Okay. So they're not... Okay. Just bugs. All right. They're in the same zone with us? Yes. One of them lands just above your eyebrow, Ezra. (sighs) Oh, it's like getting acid spilled on you. It's worse, Ezra. Adam, they buzz around you and bump off your head and stuff, but pretty much seem to be ignoring you. Are they coming anywhere near the child? Oh, they're kind of buzzing around you, but that's it. I reach out and, and grab one. You if crush I can. it, it burns your flesh, eating into it. Mm. There's a tidal wave of these things rushing down 
the tunnel at okay, you. Can we be well, going? We are running down the yeah, other end. We are running. I am yes. running. I don't know about these yeah. guys, but yeah. I'm running. Ezra, what? Do, do your shouty thingy. <laughs> They're right up here with us, but all right. Just aim behind you. <laughs> ah. Or not that close behind you. Sorry. I'm moving up to be alongside him if there's room in the tunnel. <laughs> I do not yeah. want to be. Absolutely. <laughs> Here's the problem. Well, I'm going to actually try and put behind us another zone border. Don't you have a staff or something? Can't you fuego or something? Yeah, I could get them one at a time, or I could zap us in, or I could kill, or I could hit all of us in the area. Or hell, just zap us into another gateway. Give me a free, couple free moments. Yeah, let's get one away of them from this. down the neck of your shirt, Ezra. The heck it does. I'm activating my <laughs> protection jacket. Nice. That'll give What's me a the result there? Oh, what is that? Earth evocation? Let's check here. Human bug zapper. <laughs> army jacket of protection. It's an earth evocation. Basically the uh, old army jacket, the steel wire that I've got stitched into it in the shape of earth runes. Flares mm. with like reddish orange energy. And basically my whole skin and clothing, everything where it kind of gets the strength of steel about it. So they kind of land on me and kind of get hot-footed off, nor can they pierce my skin or flesh. He is a bug zapper. <laughs> like hot tin roof. That'll last for a, that'll last for a couple of... Uh... Just keep oh, running. That lasts. Oh, heck, that lasts. that lasts for a round, but I can do it a couple different times. I can do it three who's, times for free. Anyway, yeah, I'm... highest... Oh, go ahead. Oh, after that, I was going to uh, try and put up a zone border again. Go for it. All right. I'm going to do five shifts again. Air evocation. Block. It's going to be three strength, three... Three strength, three... Actually, no. I'm going to do it with earth. Extra defensive power. Yeah, five strength, which will do a block of three for three exchanges. Basically, I'm drawing on the uh, ambient earth energy, the electromagnetic field, and bringing up a curtain of electricity and lightning mm-hmm. between us and the bugs. So a bug zapping wall between us so we can get some distance between us and them. Okay, sounds good to me. I need to get a net one on my dice. Difficulty five, four conviction. And that does get me the net one. So yay, and that's one stress, because I can do five safely. And just so I can write this down here, give me the strength of the border again real quick. Three strength border. Okay. And it lasts for three exchanges. Excellent. So yeah, just a shimmering curtain of, uh, like, corset, you know, I've never had to say that word out loud. Corsating? Corsating. 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 I've never had to say that one out loud. Corsgunt. Corsgating electricity. Like a like a curtain of lightning in the in the tunnel wall in the tunnel here. Hundreds of them fly into it, creating a brilliant single flash, which then diminishes slowly into a constellation of strobes. There's still quite a few of them in here with you. Who's got the highest athletics? Um, probably. That's good. At three. I don't have athletics. Oh wow, that's just sad. When you're that strong, you don't. <laughs> Mine is great, which is four. Since you guys are running, I'm treating this as a kind of environmental hazard, and we're just going to sure. use David's athletics role as a defense. Oh, no pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, Sucker. <laughs> Fuck it up, man. <laughs> okay, I got... That's not a good sign. It canceled. Ah, full disclosure. You've got a three-attack, two... Uh, excuse me. A three shift attack coming at you with a weapon rating of two. All right, I am down to a uh, three because mm-hmm. I got a minus one on the. Gu- you know what? Eight point will bring it to what we need. Yeah, yep, let's do it. I'm gonna tag my. What am I gonna tag? The only one that even remotely fits is cop turned cabbie, but I almost hate to use that because cop turned cabbie implies that he's gone soft. Yeah, exactly. 
So, let's see, what can I do for the story that would allow me to use one of these? I was, um, st- I would say still use cop turned cabbie, just your old cop instincts are kicking in at this moment. Yeah, well, I was either that or I could use my gun aspect and say that, uh, that he fires another shot into the air and sees what, and the flash shows him what's coming, and so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's very cinematic. I okay. like that. All right, and so I'm able to... So I'll do that. So let me stop Spur the other. people on to... Yep. To greater speeds. God damn it, I'm already down to one fade point. This is not... <laughs> All I right. I you would need them. I have, to come, I have to come up with some self-compels. Or the beloved GM can... Just for point of reference, how big is this tunnel? Big subway tunnel. Okay, so there's nothing... We don't have to worry about the volume of the gun, because it's a loud-ass gun starting a cave-in or anything like that, do we? (laughs) Nah. Place looks well-built. For a fate? I mean... No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. I was going to say for... (laughs) Go for it, dude. It's... Well, for a plan... I was offering it up as a possible compel, (laughs) so I could get a fate point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I was going to say, if he doesn't do it, I'm thinking as Adam's plan B, he's going to smash one of the walls and tries to try to bring down the tunnel behind them. Muzzle flash in the dark is disorienting and can temporarily blind you or at least impede your night vision. So you totally can have a fate point in exchange for that. But wouldn't that negate what I already used the firing for to see what was coming? So no, you saw what was oh, coming. Oh, and then the blindness happens after that? Now strobing green after image of your muzzle flash. Okay, I'll take it. Oh, I can't! I'm just going to keep running straight! Or try done to! Done and done. Okay. I'm going to give you the uh, an aspect here, like a fragile aspect, temporarily blinded. The first time I use it, it'll go away. Okay. So there's still a wall of insects coming right at us. A wall that got... <laughs> most of it was cut off, but some of it spilled beyond the wall. So what was your total there, Blind Geek? I'm sorry, I was... My computer was speaking to me, so I missed that last sentence. Your total athletics. From the roll? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was three. Oh, no, it was okay. five, because of the fate five. point. Sorry, yeah. Very good. So, you're staying ahead of most of them. Some of them are lighting on you guys, but you, it's... There were a few enough of them that you can swat them off before they begin feeding. I think we know how the bones got here. That's an unpleasant thought. As you pelt through the dimly lit dark, pursued and surrounded by dozens of these star-shaped hideous things. Do they buzz or anything? Yeah, they make an awful, dry, rattling noise. Alright, I start They've smacking wings, at them. They unfurl like some sort of disgusting biomechanical helicopter oh, from wow. the top of them. And no, I don't start smacking them, because I just remembered you said that the touch burns. <laughs> so, never mind. These things are like aerial fucking piranha. Actually, you know what? He might instinctively, if they're coming at him and he can't see, he might start flailing his arms around trying to... Absolutely. So You hit some of them with your gun, others with your arm, and oh. It's just, oh, it just burns like battery acid. So are they mainly behind us, or are they like a Yeah, mostly, the mostly behind you. Right. Ezra, you suck! Oh, could be shooting cops. Those aren't saying. cops; they're wannabes. All right, as, as could down. Be shooting Go ahead. cops. Are we seeing? Better. Are we getting any closer to like the light source in the distance, or no? Bunch of donut munchers. No, it looks like it's almost keeping pace. The faster you move, the faster it moves. That's not how this is supposed to work. So, how many of the things are still coming after us? God, you're not really taking time to count, but it's an unpleasant swarm, like a kicked-over beehive. Okay. All right. all right, we're taking I'm, a guess, and that we're hoping. That, I'm all for getting us out of here. 
I don't like okay. this part of the Never Nether. Well, while while Ezra does his thing to open a gate, I'm going to try to collapse the tunnel behind us. Ooh, okay. What? <laughs> so Ezra, picture it. Next time, done. pick a happy place. We are done with subtlety. <laughs> Big subway tunnel made out of large, tightly fitted stones. Well, we'll see how tightly fit they are together. I'm going to start ripping some out. I'll put I'll put the child by David. I don't trust Ezra with her at the moment. It's probably a smart move. And start, you know. They dropped her. Exactly, yeah. I, and start peeling away stones <laughs> out of the sides here. Now, are you putting her next to him, or are there. you handing her to him? I'm handing her to you. Okay, because I'm blinded right now. I can't see a damn thing. He doesn't know that. Yeah. What are, you, what are you giving what? So David, I will hold David out protect. a fate point for you to drop her in the tunnel of bones. I can't. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 wait, wait. This is a compel. Yeah, that's right. I'm using that aspect. Oh, man. Somebody help me out real quick. How does that actually work when I what, use what an aspect? aspect? What, what aspect? The blinded. He's tempor temporarily blinded, yes, and I want are. to make him drop her. You are compelling him. You are compelling that aspect. Now you okay. should be able to do that. You get that for free. You don't yes. have to give him a fate point to do it because you are compelling him to do it. Compels are no, free. Think, Wait, I, no. I thought tagging was free. Compels aren't, are they? It's a, well, free it's a free. Actually, I think you might. I think he still gets it even with because uh, it's on him. I think PCs get it for free or not. I think they still get the fate points if they if it's compelled. Yeah, that sounds right. We'll do it that way. So I'll hold out a fate point to you, my friend. God damn it. So in order, that's right. So in order to give to he get, to turn I have to, he had to, lose I have to give him a fate point to turn it down. Son of a bitch! That's your awful low too. Huh? I bet you're awful low too. I am. I only have I have two, and based on where how this adventure's gone so far, ordinarily I'm like, ah, take him. But right now we kind of. What you gonna do? Uh, he's gonna kick my ass later. Do you really want to drop her down there into all those bones? No. Take a fate point, you bastard. All right, I'm down to one again. <laughs> Stumbling with her to like a hand, like a pl armful of plates. Uh, meanwhile, I've, I'm digging out of my uh, messenger bag. I've got five sticks of chalk: red, blue, green, brown, and white. Mm -hmm. For the five elements, and I am going over to the wall that Adam is not knocking down, and I am drawing a five-line door, just like big long rectangle with a rectangle inside it, with a rectangle inside of it, with a mm -hmm. rectangle. You're going, like, a little bit down the tunnel away from... I yeah, mean, I mean, like, yeah, on a wall that's safely not going to fall down, or okay. so I hope. Yeah, I mean, you know, the entire thing is, is that I just want to bring down the section behind us. Yeah, I got that part. Yeah. So you can totally use your might skill to basically declare that this thing has an aspect, like, collapsed section or something like that. And I will do so, and I will roll. Might or would yeah, this is might. This is yeah, definitely might. might. I was gonna say this isn't this is not fist. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it here, it's reasonable, possible, and seems fun, so I'm gonna say the aspect exists. Oh. That's how a declaration works. Yeah, three blanks and one plus, so I got great. So that's plus plus four. Okay. That blocks off a good section of it with a thunderous roar. <laughs> Ancient stones collapse down, crushing bones. And what the hell's going on? Dust all around you. Your eyesight is starting to recover now, David, because that aspect is gone. One or two of these things bumble about, but can quickly be swatted, doing no further harm. You can hear them 
on the other side, skittering and scritching, searching for a way through the stones. That blue light dances just, just out of sight. You can almost see what it is. Ezra, give me your roll. I believe it's lore. No, it's conviction to cast, but conviction, lore. To, thank you. Lore lets me know how much, how much prep I can or cannot do. So I'm doing five shifts here to bust through the veil, for lack of a better phrase. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. Yeah, which means I can bring up those five shifts. I'm assumed to have enough stuff with me to do five shifts without having to bring up extra, take extra time. Works for me. Works for that. So anyway, conviction. Or actually, discipline. Discipline. Still four. So I need a net one. I got it. Good rolls today for once. Good lord. Woot. Getting just what I need. Now you gone and jinxed it. Blank plus negative plus. Yep, so that's five. And that's one stress. Bring me to two. And... And uh, it basically it's... opens up like a door. Like a monster yeah, zinc door. Dark on the other side, you smell like the salty brine of, like, seaside marshes. You can hear birds and in the distance traffic. Oh, I like that. All right, next stop, home. Come on, everyone. I, I take... <laughs> I take Jerry here, from David. from David. Damn it. <laughs> totally wasn't going to trip David. I know, have you, David. Whoops. Oh, no, you the can door still closed. try to trip the Frankenstein monster. That. Not that. Not stupid. <laughs> 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 oh, my foot. He broke my I leg. had to shoot the ball off of Frankenstein's fat foot. I tried to trip him, and he broke my ankle. Um, Sorry, it's a happy Gilmore thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I grab the kid and go on through. I'll let them all go through first so I can hold the gate open. Absolutely. Uh, my wall is not going to last much longer. Neither is this stone wall. Is one, also two, that. four, like twelve of these things now come crawling through. Ah, close the gate! Close the jumping gate! Jumping through! Jumping through! Closing it behind you! Jump through! Through you go! Right. So you're standing ankle deep in cold, brackish water, thick mud. You're surrounded by cattails and reeds, and just in front of you are a number of bizarre organic forms like like sea anemones or uh, strange coral all made out of some kind of glass-like material standing in a circle at the edge of some parkland okay the hell like the the park where the troll gate is yeah you guys recognize this place this is uh ezra branch park a pretty big park in downtown just outside downtown isla del oro you must be standing on the border of where it turns into this little protected marshland and there's these weird like giant blown glass sculptures here okay ezra i gotta ask this isn't like sliders is it there's only one earth Okay. It's nice. Only, only one earth I can get to. Okay. So if it looks like home, we're home. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's not open that, the that, door. That's, that's for... beyond my capabilities. I think. I totally messed up the spell, which I didn't. Okay. <clears throat> I don't want to get into like quantum discussions, but that's yeah, let's let's not. <clears throat> add a... What is reality? Let's not give the, the GM any <clears throat> any fodder. I there's somebody coughing over here, guys. Uh, yes. Pardon me, gentlemen. The form, someone very large, standing on the embankment. You can see one of those little, like, wood ramps for ducks leading up onto the park. And uh, standing just there is this tremendous hulking form. It's four limbs, maybe arms, reach down to the ground. It's got enormous paw-like hands. It's standing on its curled knuckles. Thing has a armor-plated head with like a single eye looking out. Derby hat on top of it. Very nice vest. It's carrying a 
finely made leather bag and uh, over its shoulder. This is rather reminiscent of the Tuca. That, walk, uh, I walk up the ramp and, excuse me. What's of course. To, uh, it reaches out one enormous hand and offers one big finger, like as thick as your forearm, to help you up. Is that a, what's his name, Keystone? Is that the guy's name? Yeah, it's something like that. You haven't actually dealt with him before. Okay, fair enough. Damn, I thought I was big. It was a bigger well, fish. Your assessment is not an error, my friend. I kind of grinned at him and I'm like, all right, once I shake the cobwebs out of my head, you got to tell me who your tailor is. Ah, well, I work with certain individuals in fey circles. I I don't want to name names, but... Good idea. Well, damn. All right, well, there goes my hope for getting a new suit. We may be able to work something out. I am nothing if not amenable to business deals. Keep telling those nip blends stretch better. I favor the bias cut myself, but I do have a rather unusual physiognomy. Ah, where are my manners? I'm Revolver, the gatekeeper of this establishment. He gestures at the blown glass sculptures. And you have used one of my portals. Now, I'm sorry to be a bother, but there are certain laws that require payment. In other words, what you're saying is a toll is a toll, and a roll is a roll. And if we don't get no tolls, then we don't eat no rolls, right? In a manner of speaking, yes. Cute. Well, what is that from? I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Hood Men in Tights. Thank you. No. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, that's right. Thank you. I couldn't remember that. It's probably for the best. It's not. Yeah. There's not a lot worth remembering in that movie. Oh no, it sounds delightful. <laughs> Please, there are some benches. Have a seat. Thank you. I sit um, down, uncover the the girl, make sure she's okay. None of you look especially familiar. I don't believe we've done business before. So what kind of business do you, what do you accept for tolls? Are we going to need to give you our firstborn dreams, uh, the next nocturnal emission we experience? What, what? Oh, oh. heavens oh. no. David. <laughs> David. Dave. Oh, man, a god, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> oh, please, please. Please, God He's... created wet dreams as well. Come on now. He's quick-witted, and by the looks of things, you've come through rather a sticky situation, and he's kept his head about him. Uh, one moment, reaches into the bag with one you know, big clawed hand, pulls out an abacus. You can see the little bird skulls and jewels on there in place of beads. Nice. Begins clicking Or macabre, away. I can't decide which. Mm-hmm. Um, pardon if this is a bit indiscreet, but I'm afraid I must ask. You are all living corporeal entities? Uh, mortals, I believe the slang is? If I look at... I, I point to... Adam say define living, define mortal. He was once a little green slab of clay. Mm, mm. I am going to take both of your heads and <laughs> slam them together as hard as I can. <laughs> I you see, should see I what see. Gummy can do today. He can lift a friggin' car and throw it at people. Now see, I stop. Uh, and the child, I'm, is she whole, intact, a changeling perhaps? I hope she's whole. I... Oh, but you're not certain. And, no. uh, again, pardon me, sir, but I'm afraid uh, I'm getting a bit on in years. I don't think I quite kept up with that. You're an animated construct. Uh, do you possess your own animus? Was it granted to you by a, a pact with external entities or, or perhaps invested in you in a ritual manner by a mortal wizard? Homunculus, created by... Ah, our- well, it's good to see that the classics are still respected. He goes back to his work. Ah, seems simple enough. 
I require from only one of you a precious memory from childhood, or from all of you, uh, the memory of your first kiss, please. Adam kind of pauses, tilts his head, and is like, what if you've had neither? Oh, tragic. Then you have my sympathy, and no toll is required. Uh, the first kiss, that's from everyone, or that's... Or a, a precious memory in your own evaluation from your childhood, from one individual. Childhood. All right, I got it. I don't even uh, step know forward, I... please, sir. Yep. I was just going to say, I don't think what I had even counts as a childhood. Now, you will find on your person a object representative of this memory. Do I get to pick the memory, or do you pick one? Oh, no, it must be in your estimation. Okay. Cool, I'm going to give a character reveal that no one knows because I just thought of it right now. If you will present me with the object, he holds out a little pouch. Um, Delicately, like between his massive fingers, this thing is the size of a Louis Vuitton purse. I think you're mistaken, sir. I don't have any objects on me that would represent... I assure you, you do. Okay. Um, I'm not being cryptic. This is the nature of the exchange. Okay. David who for some reason I keep wanting to call Adam, so I apologize, Thunderstep, if I do, because I don't know why that's sticking in my head. David rummages around in his pocket and finds, to your surprise, an acorn. Oh, delightful. This will do very splendidly. He holds the pouch out. Okay, I'm kind of hesitating now because I can't remember. I didn't write down any of my background, so it hasn't been... You know what? Screw it. I didn't write it down. It isn't official, so I can make it whatever I want. I mean, as far as childhood goes. Mm -hmm. I talked about it when we were creating the character, but that character changed from into this anyway, so... Okay. He drops the, the acorn into the pouch. It becomes a sort of silvery mist in which we can see a few images and vignettes. Okay. It is a the image of two kids playing at school. Right, during recess. Who are they? Uh, they are... One is him, as a child. And although... Actually, I guess her picture would have been in papers and things like that once she was... Or could have been. I shouldn't say would have been, but once she was... The other is the child who would become his wife. Oh, wow. Childhood sweethearts, even. Yep. Ah, splendid. I just... What the... <laughs> He pulls on the drawstrings, the the pouch closes and then closes up upon itself, folding and disappearing into a little loop of string around his finger. He's got hundreds of them on his fingers, you see. Hmm. And that's gone. You know you were just doing something, and it was important. Well, that just answers my metaphysical question. Okay, before... Can I have him say something before the memory fades? Yes. Okay, because I didn't. He, he, as he gives him the acorn, puts the acorn in the pouch, and the images are showing. He says, "It's a good memory, and it's a bad memory." I'm just as soon glad to be rid of it as painful as it is to be rid of it. And that's when, when, and perhaps why he says "splendid" with such emphasis. Yeah, yeah, that works. Kind of the pervy porn voice. Right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was quite fitting myself. It, well, yeah, very fitting, but still, <laughs> I had just like those gross shivers down the end. Oh, God. <laughs> Revolver steps back, settles onto one massive forepaw, reaching into the case that's hanging at his side. It, it looks like a satchel on him, 
but it's the size of an enormous leather suitcase. Reaches in. That concludes our business. Would you like to stay for tea or, if I may be vulgar, coffee? I need I... to take care of her. I have to get back to my kid. I, should... I appreciate the offer, but I have this evil book to look into. Oh, please, think nothing of it. Remember, my way station is always open, always to all places, as they say. I will come back to talk to you about the suit. I look forward to it. Nice as I do to seeing all of you gentlemen again. And best of luck with the young lady's uh, delicate problem. She's pregnant? What? In a manner of speaking. What? Whoa, wait, huh? Being a smartass. Oh, she's got custody oh. on kick babies. You genuinely don't know? He holds up one hand daintily in front of his, like, short snout full of sharp teeth. Yes. Another being has come along with her. I can sense such things when oh, something passes through one of my portals. Shit. Language, please. It has integrated quite fully with her. I can say no more than that. It may very well be a delicate condition. I don't want to pry. We had to go. Oh, look, see, we had to go and bring Rosemary's baby back to life. <laughs> Th thanks for the information. If there's, what would it cost for you to take a closer look at her and maybe tell us what's going on? Regrettably, such things are beyond my skill. But I am acquainted with an individual, or more accurately, the way to an individual. For the price of a simple memory, I could open a portal for you to that way. I got hundreds of years worth I'm willing to pay. Right. Why the hell did I just... Because I didn't have a childhood, jackass. <laughs> no memories of the uh, test tube? And I'm going to slap the shit out of you, too. Excuse Gentlemen, me. Gentlemen, please, sorry. there's there's no need. I get tired of the gumpy compounds. <laughs> Allow me to perform some simple tabulations. He begins working on his bird skull and crystal abacus. He's so much fun when he's annoyed. I know. <laughs> Yeah, apparently he drives over police officers, and then... <laughs> it's okay, he brings them back to life. I understand that you were, of course, without a childhood, but creative efforts... You want a creative effort on my part? Your first, preferably, but any that had especial poignancy, meaning to you, something that represented a shift in your life, would represent a substantial down payment to future services. And once I give you the memory, it's gone, correct? That is the nature of the exchange, yes. I don't want to lose anything with my father. Oh, you knew your creator? He taught me before he died. For a year's worth of those memories, my door would be open to you for ten. See, I'm not the one that goes traveling through weird-ass dimensions. That's him pointing at Ezra. <laughs> for another year, you would be able to bring as many companions as you like. Of course, then it would have to be your first two years. I have a business to run, you understand? I understand. I was going to say, what would it be worth the first years in World War II, smuggling mm. Jews across the border? I would require memories of specific individuals. Oh, say one that uh, nearly broke your heart. The entire story of that would equate to, ah, yes, the same deal... Seven years in this case, but uh, an open portal policy for you and your companions. Done. Very well. Now, as with your fine companion here, you will find on your person 
a object symbolic of the memory. Simply, another little pouch is produced. Uh, place it here, signifying your willing relinquishment. Adam just seems to know where it is. Plucks it out of his pocket. It's a teddy bear, but with the Jew star sewn onto it. Mm -hmm. And he passes it over. It dissolves into silver mist, which is pulled into the bag. And once again, we can see images, vignettes, you know, maybe hear some sounds. It, I'm trying to think of a, a no, I can't give exact names <laughs> as fine. far as like places. But it's really just, you know, images and impressions that others might pick up in this silver yeah. mist. A little girl got really attached to Adam. Adam got really attached to her, trying to protect her and make sure she get out safely. And at the end of it, she winds up dying anyway. And that memory, in fact, what you're doing exactly here, oh, just goes away for a moment. That kind of comes back together. But then you don't know what you just did. And there we are. Seven years. He reaches into the same little pouch, pulls out a hammered silver coin, and hands it over to you. Thank you. That pass will be good for the next seven years and seven days from this moment. Thank you. My I pleasure. Look down at my clothes and realize that they're torn to shit. Okay, I hope I still have my wallet. Slip it in there. <laughs> Done. And I look at the other two and I'm like, well, let's find out who's hitchhiking. Um, which way do we go, sir? If you'll step this way, please, between these two sculptures. Oh, I look now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I look at the other two. It's like, you two can go do what you do. This is my mess. I need to deal with it. I know how you feel, Ezra. <sighs> what do you think, Dave? Well, I think that under the current circumstances, I should probably go with Ezra. Because unless we can find some way of getting that thing out of her, then I find myself reluctant, so going, reluctantly so agreeing with, with his take on things. Going with Adam, then? Or? No, I'm going with you, because I he don't... Doesn't, he, he doesn't want to find out the worst, I'm assuming. It's kind of a cowardly thing, but... No, you know what? No, I can't do that. I'm protector you know what? You of the are innocent. A champion of the, of the innocent. innocent. Yes, said, I am, and I'm gonna. Point. I was gonna do that anyway. So I will take the fate point, and I will stay with with Adam. All right, then I'm going with you because I can't let you guys go off on your own. World hopping, you'll get in danger. <laughs> that's awesome because GM <laughs> and player thought exactly alike at that particular <laughs> second. Wait a minute. I'm a champion of the end. Like, he can't be. Yeah, that was funny. beautiful. And yeah. Adam, I'm giving you one as well for the Golem Protects the Children. Thank you. I've got friends in low places going in, getting the trouble. Oh, yes, that's your whole trouble, so please take one as well. <laughs> <laughs> Not usually pertaining to those two, but yep, this is definitely, they're going to be, <laughs> they're going to get into trouble without me. I'd better come along. I look at Ezra and I say, you know, if there's any other way, we're not, she's not going to be disposed of. Right. If that makes you feel better. I follow Revolver. I'm actively ignoring those two. Just saying, you guys let one evil dark magic using cultist slip away. I'm not sure the two's going to work. Well, the jury's still out on that one, too. I haven't seen Rosetta yet. Wait, that is her name, As right? You... The player asks. Yep. Okay. And you are now in another place. Punishingly hot. A black sun beats down from overhead in this off-white sky. The ground is 
black and rippled like uh, half-melted smoky glass, and you can see forms below it. If we have to pay another memory to get home, you're doing it, Ezra, because I already... Oh, no, I don't remember that, do I? You don't remember anything. Do I remember that I ge- that I had to give up memory, or do I not... Yeah, but you don't know what it was. That's fine, so I do say that. Okay, yeah, if we have to go get another memory up to get home, you're doing it. Well, you, we'll use the coin. I got seven years worth of travel. Oh, that's right. You can take people with you. That's how we got... Okay. I got my frequent I'm flyer just, miles. I'm just right. paranoid. I, I want to make sure my kid is okay. Paranoia will destroy you. Which... Way yes. did Revolver tell us to go, or did he? He, he did. didn't. He said he could put you on the way. All right. Well, is there a path? Yeah, there's a sort of low, like runnel in the melted glass. Does the black stuff not relatively, bother anyone? Relatively what? free of obstructions, and there's like stuff sticking up out of the ground, weird organic shapes that seem to be kind of clawing at the sky. Wait, they are clawing at the sky. Those are. Like human forms. What the? Why are we here again? I'm not even sure I, how black. You didn't. Bo- no one bothered asking who we were meeting. I just start walking down the path. I don't even know how that black sun works. That doesn't even work. Black I mean, sure sun. A, I was just thinking that. Damn it. I'm thinking black sun by the cult, but still, I mean, the black <laughs> light doesn't exist. That's. I mean, says the wizard, but you know. Yeah. White. White sky. <laughs> black ground. We're in a photo negative. Come on, let's move. All around you, you're following sort of a snaky course that is clear, and all around that, there's people, like, reaching up to the sky, half embedded in this ground, and, like, drenched in molten glass, mouths still open, fingers outstretched. There's trees, the shapes of crumbled houses. The path seems to be leading more or less towards a set of slumped and defeated-looking mountains in the distance. This morning started off so nice. (laughs) Then I got hooked up with you guys. Says the coyote worshiper. Yeah. It is hot. Not worshiper. It's working. Whatever. For now. (laughs) Hasn't steered me wrong yet. Yeah, that's so he can butter you up for the times to come. And the fact that you don't recognize that, it means you're more of a fool than... I was just thinking he's going to bend them over and not use butter. <laughs> oh, come on. Really, gay joke's the best you can come up with. Right about now, yes. <laughs> Both offensive and unimaginative. All right, let's find what we're here to find so we can get out of here. And... All right, well, I'm still walking along this glassy, snaky path, trying not to look at the glass people. My body still hurts like hell, so this I'm not exactly... This was your thing you get to lead, sir. And I am. All right. So Rosemary keep... still with us? Yes. What's that? I asked if Rosemary was I'm, still with us. I'm still carrying her. Right. And we keep marching along the path. Her eyes are open. She's just staring at you. Hey, kiddo, how you doing? She blinks, her eyes focus, and quietly she says, We know this one. There is a place for it in the world to come. Lovely woman. <sighs> am I speaking to Jenny or am I speaking to the hitchhiker? There is no we do not recognize your. <laughs> we do not recognize your terms. That's exactly what I say too. By the way, excellent. There was a girl inside this body. Is she still there? It was no longer necessary. God damn it! Sure, glad we brought dead. her back to life. We are necessary. This what one did, can be necessary. What did I bring back? Who are you? I really want to know. We are that which we cannot name. 
Cut the dungeons, it can't name itself. Our ancient foes coined a shibboleth for us, locking away from us the power of naming. Damn it, Adam. <laughs> no, it, Adam, Adam stops dead, just looks at the body. Dave, and I don't you're... want to like tell you your business, but do you ever thought that maybe God meant for us to run her over? And you're Mysterious in a cool place, place I'm now. Beginning to suspect that you've you've halted in a cool shadow. Two vast legs rise up on either side. I'm sorry, what was that? You're in a cool shadow now. Two vast legs are rising up on either side of the path. It's a statue. Oh, okay, you know? okay. Sorry. Like human human legs uh, gotcha. wearing like sandals and stuff like that. Glass the road type thing. Yeah. Uh, the shattered trunk mm. of the statue lies nearby. Part of the head lies in the path. You can see a like a big plinth with words engraved on it. What do the plinth? What do those words say? There is no uh, Jenny, can, only Zool. Look you upon my just, mighty and despair. <laughs> yeah, you can just make out Indius, King of Kings. Look upon my works, ye might. Huh. So, what was your what was your question directed to the body? You're part of the cast of Neontech, aren't you? We are that which cannot name ourselves. I thought the serpent venom was supposed to purge as well as heal. Tell me that isn't what the big snake said, David. <clears throat> what you remember is, uh, if administered by the light of the day, it would slay any mortal thing. If, it if administered by the light of the moon, it would bring any mortal thing to life. Fuck, I used it at the wrong time. I just want to tell you, Coyote would have given me an instruction manual. Shut up, Ezra. <laughs> From over by the the shattered plaque with the words. Huh. I used it at the wrong time. Well, you're making the assumption that the Castanyantic is a mortal thing. I look, it's like, no, I thought it was by the light it would bring someone back. I used... This is just not a good day for you. Can the thing that you cannot name hear us right now? Can it see us? Sense I think, us? I think that is the thing you're talking is the to. Thing. We listen to this one. Good. Listen well. We're going to kill your ass. And I slam her head hard down into oh. the... Holy shit, fuck! <laughs> oh. It's done. Oh, wow. <laughs> The blood spreads across the black glass, cooling like ruby quicksilver, flowing in strange patterns. I did not see that coming. I did not see that. Ezra's dumbfounded, sputtering. Holy shit. Holy shit. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't live this long by being made a fucking fool of. That goddamn thing had me going. I am... I'm shutting the hell up is what Ezra's doing. Okay, I would like to... Okay, as they're talking, before he does that, because I was thinking, oh, I'm going to have to kill him for... Kill her, because he will do it. I was thinking it. that, too. And so, <laughs> I, I I would like to add some cutting back and forth with the camera as they're doing it. I'm not changing anything that was done. I'm just adding mm -hmm. to it. David has his hand on his gun, and he's sort of slowly, as they're talking, he's drawing it from his holster. I'm going to say, I, I don't know if this is putting words in Adam's, well, not mouth, because it's not speaking, It's but I'm going to say he doesn't see it because I'm behind him. Yeah, no, I'm okay. focused on and, and he's focused on what he's doing. So, 
he's getting ready to shoot, and when he goes, we're gonna kill your ass, BAM! It's like the, the, the gun hand goes limp, and he's staring, like, like, like Ezra, he's just dumbfounded, and the gun drops to the ground, just like, just gotta, like, a little freaking out a bit. Because <laughs> Ezra's sitting over here going, like, if I kill her with magic, does that actually count? Because she's kind of a possessed thing. And can I really kill someone who's defenseless? I mean, heat of the battle versus... Like, I'm like going through like the moral checklist in my mind and all of a sudden crack. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> and David, you're aware of a presence behind you. Okay, I turn. You can see a very tall, slender man in full-body, loose robes, you know, peaked hood, hiding his face in shadow. You can just make out, like, a little bit of, like, silvery beard, kind of the the glint as if of metal off of one eye. Ah, I know what it is. Purple stole, you know, like, uh, what some... Uh, that religious garb that comes down over the shoulders and hangs down to the waist. No, okay. I know what you're talking about. Still, yeah, it, it's used in some uh, in some Christian rituals and stuff, so you would recognize it. Okay. This is like a, a deep purple, but the robe itself is like the color of rain. Like it's been out in the desert so long that it has lost all its color. Carrying a staff, walking uh, up the path toward you. I retrieve my gun mm-hmm. from the ground. Do I recognize this person? Oh, you've got a very high... At least by uh, reputation? Yes, by reputation, I would say you do. At the moment, I'm... Adam is probably on his knees, just covering his face with his hands at the moment. I'm just about a gatekeeper? The figure holds up one hand. It's a dark, leathery skin, just seamed and cracked, like a, a very old man who has spent his entire life under harsh suns placating gesture uh david okay i put i look and show some goddamn respect david i put the gun away i say he that nods. Like, show some goddamn respect david he nods. show some respect to me and don't take the lord's name in vain gosh show some motherfucking respect david. there you go that's fine <laughs> i can accept that comes walking past you and reaches out just to not pat you on the shoulder, but it's very reminiscent of the way Father Quinn will sometimes reach out and just kind of hold your shoulder briefly hmm. in reassurance and a gesture of solidarity. Okay. At least when Father Quinn does it, that's what it is. He nods as if to say thank you for letting me pass, and his shadow falls over you, Adam. I turn and look up, shake my head, and it's like, I'm sorry. I screwed up. I'll... I'll get out of your way. Son this... of Johann Conrad Dippel, you did all that could have been done, and more than anyone could have asked. I still failed. I will, I will take what remains of her. Thank you. David, you'll note I'm watching this guy like I'm watching like a rock star or like the president <laughs> walk through the <laughs> Holy shit, it's the gatekeeper. Ezra, close your mouth. You're embarrassing. Oh, sorry. Golly, golly you don't. And he, I, he picks the girl up, cradling her so you can't see the ruined head, and continues down the path toward you, Ezra. I like running a hand, like my hands, like my hands through my hair to make sure I look somewhat presentable. Had a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna ask him out on a date? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> An honor to meet you, gatekeeper. Wizard Kirkland. The robes suit you. That's my name. The robes. 
He smiles enigmatically. All right. Reaches out, pats you gently on the shoulder. Okay. Gives you a brief squeeze. Oh. And then continues up the path. Look, look, look. wait a second, gatekeeper. <laughs> he stops, but doesn't look back, inclining you... his head. Is there what? What do you know of the casting on Yantic? What can you tell us? We are trying to prevent its incursion. I know. That's all we're going to get out of you, isn't it? He takes one step, then stops, turns his head part way back, and says, You must succeed. I, well, all right. <laughs> I thought we already did. Wasn't that... Well, no. <laughs> Shakes his head slowly. Oh, that was just a piece. Then taps his staff three times on the ground, shimmers like a heat image, and is gone. I screwed up, guys. I'm really, really sorry. It happens. I, th- I thought I was doing the right thing. There's no reason why you sh- wouldn't have thought that. Or shouldn't have, I mean. God damn it. I oh. think he... I don't think he will. All worked out in the end. Holy cats, do you know who that was? That's the gatekeeper. I want to go back to my bookshop. I want to forget this shit ever happened. Well, the revolver can arrange that for you, I'm sure. Ah, David. Can't. I slowly get up, just kind of look at them, and I was like, I made a promise to the asshole. We've got to kill him. Well, if we were going to anyway. And now we have to. Place in the new world, my ass. All right, well, I think I better see what Ms. Marshall wants, just in case it ties into this. And I hope to God that my... If that doctor was messing with an egg... I want you to go check on your daughter. Or do you want me to do that? No. I, I, think, you, I, I think you've seen how protective I am of kids now. Yeah, I think uh, it better be me. But if uh turns out she's got one of those things in her, vengeance may be the Lord's, but we are his hands. Let's get the hell out of here. I start walking back up the path, you know, just reverse direction. Mm-hmm. What's your destination? Uh, get, the, back, get back to the yeah. way. Then you arrive, stepping out from between two large blown glass sculptures to see dawn breaking on the Sangre de Santo mountains. You're looking out over the park and the orchard land around that. From here, the highway is hidden, and you just see the mountains rising up and the sun's rays coming up over them, or the sun's, the sun's rays lighting them. It's like just past dawn. Cool. There's dew glistening on the grass. Birds are beginning to sing. Is Revolver there? He is sitting patiently on a hilariously tiny stone bench in comparison to his body. Got a full tea service set out, drinking very delicately from it. Ah, gentlemen, he turns his armor-plated, single-eyed, sharp-toothed head under its little derby toward you. I walk over, sit down, and look as I could do with some tea. He's already pressing a cup of tea into your hands. Thanks for the help. My pleasure. Gentlemen, tea, scones with clotted cream. I've heard about this clotted cream stuff. Yeah, I'll take Clotted cream is delicious. I've never had it, but I'll try some. I assure you, you will not be disappointed.
disappointed. Many... It's, like whipped cr- it's like whipped cream plus one. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes, it's a mastercrafted like... whipped cream. It's yes. Like, <laughs> it's like the best. Clotted cream is like the best aspects of cream cheese and whipped cream put together. Yep. Oh, wow. It's, del- it's delicious. It's saddled with a horrible name, but it's delicious. Yeah. This is this is one of those moments in my existence. I say, well, like, gently trying to drink the tea, where I really, really wish I could have a therapist, but who the fuck would I talk to? Again, excuse my language, sir. I understand these are trying times for all of us. Uh, I know someone you could talk to. Indeed. Revolver nods. Supernatural therapist. Is a job. He helped me out. Saying when this warden business doesn't turn out for me, I can go back and get my sociology degree. Psychology yeah, some... Degree. Ezra, I have a hard enough time talking to you without slapping the hell out of you. <laughs> I'll grow out of it. Young. When I get old and boring like you guys, I'll go into... Old and... Old and... Uh-huh. Yeah. This is just what I need. I am going to need some either some severe frickin' modeling clay or a metric ton of Play-Doh to fix up the damage. A pair of joggers go by on the nearby path. They don't spare you a second look, although the dog that's with them crosses over to the other side and makes a wide circle around this whole area, tail tucked low. Well, thank you for the tea, Revolver. Um, tell you what, anytime you ever need a book reference a cult tome or something like that, feel free to stop by Yggdrasil. My door's open to you. I believe I shall take you up on your kind offer. Thank you very much for your company, gentlemen. He stocks John Grisham novels, too. Just so you know. Fifty Shades of Grey? No, I keep that Fifty Shades of Crap out of my store. Thank you. (laughs) Same thing with Twilight books. I think Fifty Shades of Grey is a Twilight book. They just file off the serial numbers. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing, you know. You know, the White Court published Dracula as in order to, as a how-to guide against the Black Court vampires. It was really devastating. Twilight I mean, doesn't refer I to any the, vampire I maintain claim. that the Black Court is using Twilight, Commission Twilight, to uh, as a uh, get back at the White Court. All the sparkly opalescence. My God, this or excuse me, this clotted cream is excellent. Oh man! Revolver smiles. It's kind of gross. <laughs> no, it's really good. No, when he smiles. It's oh, oh when he smiles, it's kind of gross. <laughs> It's got like a blunt, a blunt muzzle full of sharp teeth, hideously mobile lips like a chimpanzee's. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I've got a book. If I may this. make a suggestion, feel free. The public library, just over there, he points across the park. The uh, park's about like two hundred acres, kind of gently rolling. You know, there's paths and stuff, so uh, all open ground. The public library there. Just near Oak Road, and there are often taxi cabs available. I understand there are a number of public pay-to-call phones. Oh, yeah. Thanks. All right, we'll get out of here. Happy to be of assistance. I get up. I'm serious about you coming by the shop. I took you at your word. I nod and start heading for the street. I'd look at the other two, and I'm like, guys, I think I just need to go home for a while. I know, I know we got crap we got to do. I know we got stuff we got to take care of. Just come by the bookstore when you need me. All right. I guess I can hang on to this book for a bit before we put it in lockdown if he needs some alone time. 
I'm sure keeping it on my person won't have any problems. If you want to come with, I can throw it in lockdown with the other two. Maybe let's, it's, maybe it's, yeah. All right, let's start hoofing it. This is the third book we found, correct? Correct. I got, we got two in lockdown back at my place. This will be the third. This will be the third. And we know, three, we know three is a magic number. How many yeah. eggs Four. are there supposed to be? Four? Four. All right. Now we've got one girl that had Castagnatic in her. Hmm. I'm wondering if these books aren't really the eggs, but like a vector for the eggs, putting them into people like Smashing McFlathead there, whatever her name was. And, uh... <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know if you want to be that cavalier with... I will hold out a fate point to you there because of your absolutely coyote. That ca- absolutely that cavalier. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, you asshole. Oh, sorry. Forgot her name. Jerry. By the time no she... Stink, no one, but Jerry, never mind. Echo, no one in the state has a normal name. Tell me about S- it. Says Ezra. <laughs> See where you come from. That's, that's a normal that's name. A, David's a pretty Bible. normal name. The Bible, yo. Adam's quite Adam's a normal name. Also in the Bible, yo. So is David. Yeah, we're fine. But no, we've got the cherry. I'm not so sure about the doctor might need to be checked out. He might be having a bun in the oven, too. Who else came in contact with... Well, the cherry only was, other... Cherry, well... was carrying, cherry was carrying this book around. Correct. We found the other book in that pool. Yeah, and the guy that had that book, or uh-huh. at least as far as we know, got flayed alive by an angry angel. Yeah. Well, that doesn't preclude him having that Casadonyantic in it. And as far as the other, the doctor having something in the oven, you'd love that, wouldn't you? That'd make your job just so much easier. You wouldn't have to deal with anything. You'd have... I would point out that I was right about the girl. Mm. any rate... Point it out again, and I'll see how hard your head flies when I flick it. Noted. Um, what was the words that the uh, angel put? He will cleanse the world of something something what was what was the exact wording uh, let me get exact wording uh, i was gonna say adam pulls out well shit no his closer but does he still have his notebook oh, <laughs> sure. he takes out a little pair of reading glasses that's adorable <laughs> i was just thinking <laughs> that's kind of funny flips over and says, uh no this is of the work of one under azrael know that i have come down from the third heaven to purge the unclean from humanity for him Unclean would certainly qualify. So if that guy, Mr. No Skin, had a egg in him, huh? We might want to get back to the. I'm liking this theory. If this, these books have the formula to uh, to basically bond the reader or the ritual oh, enactor or whatever in with into uh, with um, casted on Yantic aspect, that could be our thing here. Do you got your tracky thingy? Yeah, it's not working right in the sun came up it's i'd have to reactivate it aim it at me and tell me what it says all right hold on let me get everything out just for flavor's sake how do you guys get back well where are you guys right now we're still still walking oh okay i was like i think we're still having tea with what's his name or like i i think i figured we were walking towards the park okay Okay. yeah Yeah. you know i thought we were walking and talking that's what i was picturing it works for me the aaron sorkin yep You got three right. guys, one of them looks like had a hell of a hangover and a hell of a night. I will find a nice clear spot and do my typical tracking ritual with the uh, dog bobblehead and the... Yeah, there's a nice bandstand here. Yep, I'll do it in the gazebo. That's a nice park. 
I should come out here more often. Good name, too. What's the name of the park? Regner Park? Ezra. Ez- oh, it's Ezra. Yeah. Ezra Branch Park. I was going to say, it's not Asshole Park, so I know it's not named after you. Aw, <laughs> uh, you'll miss me when I'm gone. I miss A you large... right now, but I keep trying. A large crow sitting on the balustrade makes a weird croaking, chuckling noise, as if on cue at that. Hello, Mr. Crow. Wasn't a raven one of the aspects of Coyote? Uh, Crow was, actually. Raven's more uh, Inuit. I get them mixed up. Crow is a trickster, too, although not generally as... Well, you you say evil, I say misunderstood. It's Raven wasn't... along the balustrade toward you, David. Jury's still out on that one. Raven wasn't as much of an asshole as Coyote, as far as the stories that I've read goes. That's what I'm saying. Seidel, Seidel, Seidel gets a little you closer. You don't, know, you don't know Coyote like I do. Alright, I'm assuming we are having this conversation out loud. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I look at the crow and I say, just stop. What, what could you possibly want with me right now? You know, it could just be a crow. It's not it, just a crow. It listened it when I said stop. Head, Crows like are wicked moves. smart. It bows its head, starts bombing it, and like moving from side to side, picking up one foot and then the other. I swear if it busts into the racist song from Dumbo, I'm leaving. <laughs> it's not racist. No, the song isn't racist. The croat, never mind. <laughs> Stops, looks at you. Looks at David or looks at me? Looks at David. Okay. What? Starts doing its little dance again. I don't speak disco duck. What do you... <laughs> it's a crow. Okay, I don't speak disco duck. What do you want? Oh man. That's not that much better. Seidel's just a little bit closer. Do the dance. It wants you to dance. Maybe oh it's my a... god. Maybe it's a girl crow and it's hitting on you. Opens its mouth, makes a sound exactly like one of those little psycho drums. You know, the ones you spin between your hands and... Oh. Alright, fine. If it'll humor you guys and... It'll make me feel better. Yeah. Certainly humor me. Yeah, yeah. come on. They... Adam's had a rough day. Cheer him up. Do a crow oh, dance. God. Dance, monkey, dance. Shut up, Ezra. Alright, I'm gonna... Why are we friends again? I'm the comic relief. Come on. The crow's looking back and forth as each of you speak. I start doing the stupid dance. It stomps. All its feathers kind of go up. Its beak drops open. It stares intently at you. And then starts bobbing its head, lifting up one leg, lifting up the other, mirroring your motions. What the hell? Adam, do you have your camera with you? Have your... You gotta film this. Do not even. I pat down back. my... No, that... God damn it. I'm going to have to get another disposable. You still working on your tracking spell while this is going on? Yeah, I'm trying. I'll admit I'm being a bit distracted because it's hilarious. But (laughs) Okay, as soon as it's clear that nothing is coming of this, David stops doing the dance. The thing stops, opens up its mouth, makes a sound. Sounds a lot like an old man laughing. Yeah, yeah, very funny. Thank you. I'm glad you were amused. I don't know about it, but I was. You're spreading joy and laughter. Shut up, Ezra. Turns around in a circle, opens up its beak again. You're, you're Coyote's bitch. You do the dance. Little cell phone ring. Okay. You gonna answer that? Oh, I thought it was the crow. It was Yeah, it crow. is. Well, I can't answer. I'm not gonna answer a crow. What the hell? Yeah, hello? With it. This, is talking to it gonna be that much sillier? I was already talking to it. I know. So, so was I. Titles this? a little bit closer to you. Look, I don't do riddles. If you have something to say, say it. Otherwise, we have things to do. It hops up and with a flap. You know what it sounds like when a bird flaps its wings like right next to your head? Yeah. Yeah. 
lands on your head. If you take a crap on my head, I'm having crow for dinner tonight. I'm just saying. Hey, look, it's Tonto from the Lone Ranger movie. Mm. Picking about in your hair. I, I reach over and try to brush. It flies the hell away. You really can't brush a crow off. They are as big as eagles. They are huge. You never answered the crow. Yeah. It never so, said anything. Well, maybe if you picked it up and said hello. I... Pick up the crow? Well, it did ring like a cell phone. I don't know. Well, I got a parrot that used to say, come and fuck me in the ass. I wasn't going to do what it said to do. What the heck the were you hell? doing around that I'm parrot? parrot. <laughs> I wasn't the one that trained it. I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but maybe... <laughs> Maybe you wow. keep a parrot in your bedroom. Yeah, no think. kidding. <laughs> so what are you Also, using? go David. <laughs> yeah. I've got my candles out again, the colored candles, and with the dog. I'm... With, with the dog in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And is there anything like any kind of like a bookmark or anything in the, in, the, in the book we got? Oh, yeah. These are fancy, expensive journals. And so they got, got like the... the fancy ribbon bookmark? Mm-hmm. I'm going to yank that out. Actually, no, I should probably see what it's bookmarking. Oh, okay. What's a bookmarking? It uh, opens right up to page 43, uh-huh. where it's talking about using sensory deprivation to prepare your mind and open it to the cosmos. Yeah, that so sounds... More, that more sounds... hippie stuff, like the other two. While he's doing that... You say that mm-hmm. while I'm casting a ritual magic spell. I I'm going to... on a uh, David gets a look on his face... Uh, Is this handwritten again? I'm sorry. And gets yes. his cell phone out of his pocket. It's like blowing up. There's, you've got all kinds of messages on there. Okay, I uh, while there, while Ezra's doing his whatever the hell, wibbly-wobbly, timely-wimely magic mojo, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and listen to the messages. Okay, I will give you a summary of the messages. So, uh, you've got a message from Clyde saying that... Uh, Some people from my medical service have shown up since you gave your okay for Annie to be relocated to a private care facility. He allowed them in. He's going with them. Apparently, they're off to Isla Verde. You've got a message from Clyde telling you that, yeah, looks like they're going to Isla Verde. Then you've got a message from Moselle Caraway. Does that name ring a bell? Oh, yeah, yeah, you remember this voice, it, the voice of the woman that the Castadonyantic said was, or not the Castadonyantic, excuse me, that the uh, Tirlianchi said was its servant, like up at the farm a couple days ago. Oh, okay. When all this started. Jesus that's, Christ, that's so weird. That's, that's her <laughs> voice. And... She's letting you know that your uh, daughter is here and settling in well, and they're uh, losing to her at checkers consistently and looking forward to seeing you, but that she seems to be doing fine. And she understands that you're, you're off doing your other job. Okay. You've got a message from Father Quinn uh, saying that there was a, a, a very attractive young woman that he remembers from when those vampire skinheads were running around. Blonde, he says. Leggy. That would be Rosetta. And she came by to see the doctor. Shit. And he kept an eye on things. It all seemed hunky-dory. She walked off with a... uh, walked off with a a look on her face. She was a woman on a mission. Uh, Okay. And you've got a message from Rosetta. 
she sounds exasperated and asks you to tell Ezra that they ran into his friend in the basement of the hospital, and next time he should do a more thorough job, they took care of it. Ezra. Friend? I thought we killed that. Did we not kill that monster? Okay, I was going to relay it, but I guess I don't need to. Also tell him good luck with the condors. (laughs) And that they found something you overlooked at the farm. Something of literary interest. There is a fourth egg. What? And now they're following up on persons of interest in the city and its surrounds. Okay. Let's go back to the farm now. Also got a message from your daughter telling you that it's uh it's past bedtime, but Moselle let her stay up so that she could maybe try to catch you. She's feeling a lot better. She's having a great time here on the island. There's a lot of other people here that she remembers from the Gomez house sometimes coming by. Hmm. Everyone's having a good time. They just had a really big dinner, some sort of thing that she guesses uh, she heard they eat in the Mediterranean. Well, they settled in quick. <laughs> you need to go be and with your daughter. She hopes you can come home soon, but she understands what you're doing. I'm glad she and does. And the angel told her it was important. What? Oh, wait a minute. Huh. What angel? Wait, yeah, go, going back. Let me, to like, me rewind that. Yesterday, she said that she, when, like, when she was coming out of things, she said something like that. She knew you would be here waiting for her or something like that, and the angel told her that you would. Huh. That. I guess it's a family job now? Uh... Well, that's really hard to know if that's an angel or if that's the beginning of the thing taking over her. I don't think that's it. Well, that thing was saying we. Exactly. Your daughter's not. Yet. That thing was also inside of an empty body. It didn't... How do I put this delicately? Without... It was only... I'm sorry, Adam. It was only empty after the car hit it. No... Actually, I think I cleaned it out by giving it the snake venom at the wrong fucking time. You mean you you think it took over the body after... It... remember? Well, yeah, like I should say remember. Fucking forgot. The venom works, it kills any mortal thing when the sun is up. So if there was anything lingering, anything even remotely left in there, it was probably holding the Castanediantic, or whatever the fuck that thing is, at bay. Hmm. I give her a dose of the venom, it clears the way. But wasn't she dead before? She was stuck in the wheel well. Yeah, that's pretty... I mean, we, we she didn't have a pulse. Yeah, but you'd be surprised how much damage the human brain can take before it completely shuts down. You'd be surprised what you can live through. So, Ezra, you've got yours cued to the books, right? Yeah, I've got it, because I'm, I'm taking the bookmark and wrapping it around the dog's neck. Little bow. Okay. And you're getting a reading... From here, off to the northwest. That lead towards uh, the island? Mm, Yeah, or possibly to the heights. Well, we will follow it probably next session, then. Okay. I really want to check on my daughter. So why don't we go to this island Verde, or Green Island, or whatever the fuck? Why don't we go there? Thank you. Why don't we go to Isla del Verde? All right. Rest, recuperate, go over what we know. You visit your daughter. 
Ezra can visit the, the Selkie and I can get some clay. And I also right. have to see Rosetta. Ros- as far as I'm concerned, and no offense, Ezra, since everyone else is offending me. I like Rosetta. All right, no offense, but she can fucking wait. All right. I should talk to Rosetta. I'm Did sorry. Did we not kill that zombie that was in the ba- in the basement? I thought we killed him. I thought we blew him to little bits. Well, you guys should vomit. You did. You remember there yeah. were little bits, and some of the little bits were moving. All right. Oh, look. I thought that was nerves. Ezra and I both have to talk to Rosetta. So, then get her to come out to the island. All right. You need to see your daughter yeah, first. That's that a good. You know, know what? That's a good point. I pull out my cell phone. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming she has left a contact number. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to call it. Get her back to the island, and we'll talk. We'll hang out. Yeah. She likes to surf. <laughs> now, why don't you guys show me to this island, because I think I could use some R&R. She used to be a pirate queen, if I'm not mistaken. No, she's a surf ninja. I'm not entirely sure what a surf ninja is, but that's how she was described when he first met her. Surf ninja warden. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> ask, ask, her, ask our GM. He called I... her surf Surf Ninja Warden, I don't even know what a Surf Ninja is. I know Surf Nazis. They fight the Surf Nazis. That's what the Surf surf Ninja is. Yeah, you know she she surfs. She drives a pink Cadillac. Does she? Mm Mm-hmm. I like her already. Okay, does does she answer, or am I leaving a voicemail? You're leaving a voicemail at a carpet cleaning company. Okay. Uh, This is a message for Rosetta Marshall. I got this number from her message, so I'm assuming it's correct. This is... David Mercury, you wanted to see me. I will be at the Isla del Verde checking on my daughter. If you want to see me, or Ezra, I suggest you meet us there. Excellent. Have a great day and... Mostly Ezra. Enjoy the cookies. Click. Can we go now? Yes. I have no idea what cookies I was referring to, but I'll let her stew on that for a while and see if she... Oh, okay. That's it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. So there you have it. And if I do say so myself, that was one hell of a session. I'm revisiting these. I have not heard them since we played them back in 2013. And I can't believe it's taken this long for these to be posted. And I, oh, man, it's not my proudest moment. But there it is. And do you know we only have eight sessions left? It's hard for me to believe because I know what happens and I'm trying to think how we manage to have all the stuff that needs to happen happen in eight sessions. But we do. And then the campaign will be over. So it's coming very soon. The end is nigh. And then we'll see what happens next. Well... Moondog is in the midst of editing session 21, and once he finishes, I will get to it post-haste, and you will get another issue of Monkeys Took My Jetpack. So until then, this is Blind Geek thanking you for listening to Monkeys Took My Jetpack, and reminding you of two things. One, stay for the after show, and two, your imagination is just like a jetpack. You gotta keep it fired up, and always... Let it soar! So, Colonel TikTok, Adventures Thereof. Ah, yes.
You know the deal. I do. Have you heard the one with Ben Franklin? I don't believe if I have it. It's been so long. I don't remember much about it, and I'm I'm about twelve episodes behind in Cartoon Action Hour. So if it's recent, uh, then I'm Cartoon Action Hour. Did I just say that? I meant too many hours. Damn it! Thrilling Adventure Hour. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of the Colonel TikTok, but I needed something. Yeah, uh, to keep me from thinking about my life for a little while. <laughs> and I so, that was why we game. <laughs> that's also part of it, but it can't fill every hour of every day. So <laughs> there's one with Ben Franklin, right? And he's going out to investigate lightning. And then we discover that lightning is made of bees. <laughs> That's okay. Which are also made of lightning. I, I totally thought of you. <laughs> Yeah, that's like my two biggest fears stuck in one huge... Oh, God, that's just terrible. That's great. Lightning is made up of bees. Yeah, yeah, wow. <laughs> At least, you know, if I had to have fears, though, I mean, I could be worse. I could be afraid of the dark. Then I'd really be in trouble. Yeah, you could be like... I used to be. You know, I used to be afraid of spiders. Like, I think I seriously had a phobia. Because hmm. even a little spider, I would have to leave the room or something. You know, yeah, I'm not that afraid of bees. I'll just I just get very still very quickly, even if there's mm-hmm. not really any need to, because I, I once I know I've been well, yeah, no, I was gonna say once I know I've been stung, it won't bother me, but that's not true because then you get the whole wasps and yellow jackets thing where oh yeah, those guys, you know, it's like oh they can sting you nice. nine ten times. It's my own fault. I when I was like nine or ten, I mm. made the mistake of ordering a book that is meant for a much older audience. And it's just scared the living shit out of me to the was point. Was it, it Because that no, did that to me. It was The Swarm by Michael Crichton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is about the killer bees that are, that came and, as far as I know, came and went. I don't even know. I don't know if they're still, you never hear about no, them. No, they're anymore. just, they're not that big a deal. That's ah, the thing. I see. Well, he here's was, Thunderstep, I think. Okay. I thought I added everybody. Yep. I, okay. I hear the Yeah. I hear the oh, there he is. You hear the what? The rattling. The rattling. You, you, you oh. you're, you're, I don't know, it's... You're on some sort of open mic, I think, on like a I don't tablet know. or something. It's okay. Yeah. I'm no, sorry. It you need to get your ass a headset <laughs> well, and a Netflix. I had, no, I, I have a headset on. That's what I'm using. Oh, okay. So I have no idea what the rattling is. Huh. Probably the frame. I pick that up in my recording sometimes, just moving my big stupid mouth. The frame will flex and stuff. And I get mm. pops and clicks on the recording. Uh, Christmas is coming, and I'm tempted to just spring for getting at the And I hope you won't be taking this personally, Thunderstep. I'm tempted to spring to get you the one that I have, because it was recommended to me by Mr. Trilobite over here. Oh, that Logitech thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that working out for you? It Very much so. It's a little... Cool. It isn't as good for regular podcasting stuff, but that's not really what it's designed for, so it doesn't bug me. I've made it work. Mm. Well, this... This headset I got, it's like a Naga gaming headset, supposed to be like uber good. Well, and the, apparently it's not. Well, the quality, <laughs> well, let me, let's clarify just so. The quality we, of your voice is fine. Yeah, it's just that for some reason, and I mean, we're not picking on you. I hope it doesn't come across that way. We're just trying to minimize. I, okay, he no, is. No, I mean, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to figure out what I can do to improve it. Yeah. I mean, if, it, 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 when you, I don't know whether you're. anything now because I'm shaking my head. No. 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 It, it sort of sounds like there's, um, I don't know, like maybe it's got one of them there, microphones on a cord or something. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of does. It it has like a robotics arm type thing, so I can move the, move the position of the mic and everything. Okay, let me try yeah. something. Let me try something just to see. 
Okay. Hey. hey. It's weird hey. how it happened again where, like, you guys called, but, like, it didn't go through to me at all. Yeah, uh, I've tried adding you a couple times, too. Don't know what I just saw that side double check. Yeah, I had to hit the join button. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I try, man. I try to do... Okay. Yeah. I can't hear myself, so I'm going to make... I'm going to mess with my mic and see if you hear the same thing that we're hearing when he is doing whatever it is he's doing. Sure. I went down the Oh, wow. There we are. Yeah, that that sounds like you're rustling a midget or something. Well, I have no idea. No, I over-exaggerating, yeah, but I, that's, it's me. It's, okay, I'm overdoing it, but that's that's the sound I, when I'm moving the mic around. Yeah. And so if it's the same thing that we're hearing from him, then we know that's what's doing it. And just, it's okay. I mean, we just position the mic and, because right now you sound great. So that's... Yeah. Voice qualities. Just, just gotta, just trying to minimize the clicks and and rattlings and all that kind of stuff. Because I'm okay. And uh, whistles. Wait, no, that's dolphin language. Oh, and yeah. speaking of which, if I'm going to be picking on him for that, not that I'm picking on him, I should probably close my office. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably close my office window because every time a car goes by, could it be the fan? I don't think so. It's not. It's not a constant sound. It's just. No, it sounds. It really sounds like the microphone hitting something or moving over something or, or something like that. There we go. It's like right in front of my mouth. I'm trying to make sure that it's not hitting anything. Again, I'm moving yeah. my head. I don't know if I. I no, can't. No, sounds good. Nope. Sounds good. Okay. Oh man, I had the disconcerting experience of plugging my headset into a different jack, and then suddenly I was able to hear my own voice over my earphones. Oh. That's unpleasant. That's weird. Yeah, when I don't you, like that. When you have that moment, it's just yeah. So how how is everybody else doing? All right. Oh, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, doing pretty good. My friend actually had his shit together, which was cool. So we got everything all knocked out pretty fast. So Even which is Felix for... and which one's Oscar? Oh shit! I gotta think, man, because I don't know those guys. Which one is more of an asshole? Depends on the type of asshole. I was just gonna say it's a hard which question to answer. More, which one is more <laughs> of a misanthrope? Uh, probably uh, Felix. Felix. Okay, then I'd definitely be Felix. Felix is, is the neat freak, misanthrope. Stuffy neat freak, and then yeah. Oscar is the slob. Making me look worse yeah, up I in guess the dictionary. I would be a, a combination of the worst qualities of both. So yeah, we even had time for a, for a movie and a couple beers. That was pretty cool. Nice. What was the movie? Uh, watched uh, Cabin in the Woods again. I mm. really enjoyed I it when I first saw it. That, that is a good... The only complaint I have about that film, it's a fantastic movie, but the only... Well, who hasn't seen it? I have uh, Josh hasn't but seen it. But I'm probably not going to because I'm not a huge either. horror fan, so go ahead and spoil it. I'm going it. to see it, so don't spoil right. it. It's on my cue. Plug your ears and start singing La La La. Let me just go over here. <laughs> How's he going to oh, know? I can't when hear when you can't hear when it's good to come back. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> great minds. Maybe we like. can discuss this another time. Exactly. I, never mind. We'll talk about it later. My, oh, my headset my, off. Oh, wait a second. My complaint work. about it was I found out it was like written and direct or written and produced by Joss Whedon. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now it yeah. seems a lot less intelligent and clever because he's just a lot of his stuff. He just tries way too hard. And so, so now that like has rubbed off on this film for me, and I'm like, oh, I, I like Joss Whedon. Yeah, I, I like Joss Whedon as well. I, I do as I must, well. You're, you're, you're just, on your he own. He tries here, buddy. too hard, man. And we're all supposed to like him. You know what? Fuck you. Who says? <laughs> Why do I have to like who you? Tell I'm, me I'm, who I'm not you, the Buffy you fan that a lot of my friends are, but I mean, oh, that, God, I hated Buffy. I like Buffy, but I, I like I like I like Buffy, but so what? It was more what it is. Yeah. I, I liked Buffy up until the point where teenage angst became the go-to villain. It should have been and the I, goatee villain. 
actually like Angel better. Oh, um, man. Well, I can't say, oh, man, this in, in disdain because I... Well, yes, I can, damn it. I didn't. I, try, I have tried watching Angel twice, and I never have been able to get past the first five or six episodes. It just uh, you, you skip, just can't skip appreciate. Ahead, skip ahead a couple it seasons. <laughs> it's one. Of the, it's, it really is one of those you gotta kind of skip ahead a couple seasons. Hmm. Um, well, it only had Angel five. Turns, yeah, skip Angel, a whole couple seasons. Skip a season. Though. <laughs> the wonder Angel turns into a puppet is great. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, it's a some evil children's show. He gets turned into a puppet. It's okay, that's. Wonderful. It's called Smile Time. The problem I had is that I'm not a huge Cordelia fan, and she's like one of the main characters on Angel, so... She kind of grows a bit, on <sighs> And now Charisma Carpenter has a healthy career making Lifetime movies. Yeah. I liked, uh, I mean, I, I liked Firefly, but I'm not, the, again, the slavish fanboy that some of my friends are, and I, I probably, probably would have been, I, I probably would have been had there been more than six episodes. There are more than six episodes. There are 14 oh, episodes. And a movie. Is there 14? Hmm. What the hell do you want yeah. from this series? Yeah, the movie ain't that great. Well, still. It it wasn't, and, been... and, and besides, it wasn't, it, 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 there would have been more if Fox hadn't I dipped it around so much. I understand that. I understand, but I just, oh, I'm saying it didn't have time to grow on me. Yeah. I, the, um, show, that the show is good. I like the concepts of it. But if I'm going to pick some kind of space show or something like that, it's not going to be... Firefly. I'm sorry. I, I it, like space westerns, but I like my space westerns like Galaxy Rangers with robot horses and whatnot. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because that's why I resisted watching it for so long. As normally, I'm in agreement with you. I prefer, you know, they were like, and it's like Star Wars, but there are no aliens. And I'm thinking, what the hell is the me. point of that? It's no, like Star, Star Wars, Wars, but the rebellion lost and there are no aliens. What is wrong with this picture? I won't say anything bad about Firefly. I'm just, I'm not. No, no, no. But I'm saying that that's that was what I resisted watching it for a long time. And then um, I forget. Oh, I think Serenity was, I started getting into podcasts and there were a lot of, I think, oh no. Why did I watch Firefly? I was over at a friend's house and they <laughs> they, they had it and they showed me a couple episodes and then I got hooked. Um, I did like the the first televised episode, not the actual first episode where he kicks the guy into the thruster. I'm like, okay, I got the I got the jib of this game. I like Mal. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. That's that's how my friend got into it Keep too. Your Same money. thing. I, we will hunt you down. All right, sorry to hear that. Kick. <laughs> and then, All right, he, and then he, now we're gonna give you the. Oh no, I heard the first guy. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got the. Uh, let's see, I just uh, I love like, a player character right there. Yes. Yeah. Weedon, Weedon got my. Uh, Weedon gets a lot of cachet with me now because Avengers was awesome. Avengers was was damn awesome, and uh, I didn't like so Doll's House. You get someone though. who likes comic books doing a comic book movie. It turns out good. <laughs> I, I ended up enjoying Dollhouse. See, that was the was one. I've never, never watched. That Dollhouse. was the one Joss Whedon vehicle I just didn't care for. I've never seen Dollhouse, so I have no idea. It's okay. That, my wife likes it. Her tastes are usually all right. Yeah. Well, she, if she married you, for like God's a, sake. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, take that as you will. Apart from men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. And we're off. In which she has excellent taste. <laughs> oh. See how I reversed that? Yeah, I did. That was pretty clever. That was that was, Thank you. that was was wily and cunning. Not unlike Coyote, who is probably, one of these days is going to whip your character's ass. I just, mark my words. Why would you no, whip I, them I, ass I, I there's so many better things you could do with it? Well, that's true. My character's fall <laughs> to Coyote's more like... If Coyote whips his ass, we got to save him from the S&M club, apparently, but... <laughs> I, I'm inclined more to think that if Coyote offered him, like, super Coyote power, he'd probably take it. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Well, you better not hope this... Quite, not better... quite the White Knight Iron Will that saved Dresden. Dresden. I was thinking that. I was like, man, if, you better. we better hope that the Daenerys coins never fall into... Uh... No fucking kidding. In, into Ezra's hands, boy. He would be like, I'll take this and use it for good. 
Sure I will. I know. After I blow up that bitch that pissed me off the other day. Yeah, that worked out <laughs> that worked out for Boromir, right? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Wasn't he the guy with all the arrows in him? Yep. He was. Yes, the guy with all the arrows in him. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, his, a, that's his that's legacy. A very apt description. That's, that's good. I like that. That shows you how much I remember of the various characters and their names. <laughs> but you got it right, so you apparently remember him quite a bit enough. Hey, good. I do get, oh, misty, at that. I get misty at that scene in the movie. I'm not going to lie. Well, it's good. It's a good but, death. That when he's not, when he's dying, and with you know, basically in Aragorn's arms, totally redeems himself. Yep. Yeah, totally. And you know, we could all wish for so much. Yeah, forgiveness. Forgiveness is a theme that generally like gets me uh, pretty good. Well, it's uh, one of the few noble things in humanity. Yeah. I think. Well, that and the ability to cook spam. You know. Well, shit. I mean, come on. <laughs> no one's questioning that. <laughs> yeah. Cooking spam's easy. Man, I love spam. It's also t- I, yeah, it, it gets a bad rap. You cut I it think up, it's... you toss it on the fry pan, brown it on both mm-hmm. sides. That's right. Little, uh, little Tabasco sauce. There you go. Delicious. A little mustard on there. God. It's yeah. Mustard. Yeah. A little bit I of honey. Have... I mean, you can do almost anything with honey. it. Oh, it's I, I have nothing to contribute to this discussion, so... I'm... You should try spam sometime. I will warn spam. you, it is roughly as salty as the Dead Sea. I mean, it's it's no saltier than like bacon, cured, than like cured ham or bacon. Yeah, it's yeah. So it's pretty fucking salty. Don't get fake spam though. <laughs> generic spam is you got you got to get real spam. generic. Anything is crap. I don't care. Not, not, but like, except for pharmaceuticals. <laughs> store brand spam though tends to get wow all apart. <laughs> yeah, I had actually I had some. What was it like? Um, potted meat or something like that from the yeah. UK, and that was actually pretty good. It ain't spam, but it has a delicious flavor, so yeah. that was cool. I can't hear spam without thinking of the Monty Python skit. So, yep. oh, but thank you so much for not just busting into that. I appreciate that. No, you're from welcome, all you guys. I I have learned with gaming groups over the years. Monty Python yeah, is like, inevitable. It's inevitable. Give it a fucking rest, people. You know, but yes. <laughs> can take a break. <laughs> how, how long has it been? How long has it goddamn been? <laughs> Let's move on. Exactly. You know, it's like somebody somewhere is going to quote the Holy Grail at some point in time. Of course. Yeah, it's, it's like anything. It's, it makes up one part of the great continuum that is human experience. I just find it so entertaining when like newbie players think it's the most original thing in the world and the old people at the table are like oh jesus not again (laughs) (laughs) this is you can usually tell like that mindset typically exists shortly before people discover the value of soap (laughs) i've noticed that those often go hand in hand like there's some people and i don't think there's anything necessarily bad about this or whatever i'm not placing a value judgment on it but there's some people and it takes them a while to catch on to the idea of hygiene, mm. like to the benefits of it. Well, okay, I, I'm sure all of us here have heard the term gamer funk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, like, <laughs> yes. Heard it. I have that's, embodied it. That's... Yeah, well, you know, the, the odor that can strip paint and leave you with a permanent uh, orange afro. Yeah. So the, the thing is, is that even having gone to Gen Con, having, you know, experienced kind of like the unwashed masses, literally, Ooh. you know, the, the funk. Mm-hmm. The ironic thing is, got the funk. is the actual worst smelling human being that I ever ran into was actually a professor from Ireland, which just it it completely stumped me. I mean, this guy taught like microbiology and everything, and yet he had an odor. Yeah, you'd think he'd know. 
know, and it's always like, well, maybe he's like one of these European people that thinks, you know, the body's odor is beautiful. And I'm like, hey, no. Oh, God, that's like a certain subsect of Parisians I'm given to understand. Well, how, how old was he? God, uh, he was in his 40s. Okay, so not so old that he should, like, his sense of smell should have been so deadened. Yeah, no. It's just, I, I vividly remember the odor this man emitted from his body. I, I don't even know how he did it. It didn't waft off of him. It just, it, it like, oozed. <laughs> oh, God. The, the, the air felt. That was his one like, defense. Well, oh, God. It, it sucked because I had to call him over and ask a question on an exam, and there's nothing quite like having the body that close to you. I'm fucking trying to hold my breath as he's explaining something to me. <laughs> oh, that is rough. Oh, God. Totally unrelated. I think I just found my favorite DeviantArt page. Oh, cool. What is it? No, because it's, uh, it's a whole bunch. It's just nothing but photo references of pictures. It's like of people like in their underwear and all that. But basically they're doing different like action poses, like jumping around with guns oh, or yeah. swords. Because hmm. I've actually got a book of those that I bought just for photo reference of like people in superhero poses mm-hmm. or like fight poses and all that. and Or just like doing things. Is and, like uh, an artist? Yeah, they're just oh, like sorry. photos of people in front of a gray backdrop swinging swords around or punching each other or like climbing on top of each other or whatever and it's good to, to look at and like okay, that's what that looks like so you can draw it. And then I found now just through John Kovalik's Tumblr of all places a whole deviant art gallery that's just tons of photos of models like jumping around in like John Woo poses or standing cool. badass with swords and all that. Nice. Yeah. Men and women so it's like yeah. I should, I should really have you draw more Lemurian stuff for me at some point in time. Can uh, pay me to draw whatever you lemurs. want. Not quite. Uh-huh. Sorry. I like, I like lemurs this woman, too. this woman hanging upside down from a rope in Spider-Man poses is fun. Yeah, that's that might be the one I was thinking of because I came across a photo reference of that for a drawing I was trying to do not too long ago. I was like, <laughs> people's heads turn red. Guy, guy jumping around with a bow and arrow like uh, Hawkeye too. Like they've got him Sweet. like on a trampoline, so he's like jumping. That is pretty cool. I finally finished writing the Hobo Mancer's Companion. Awesome. Bravo. No, it just needs to be edited and laid out. But, Sweet. And then art done. <laughs> I got a bug latent about the stuff that I sent him for Lemuria anyway. So It's like I'm done drawing. That's like the albatross off my neck now. I don't got to like, oh, what can I do now? <laughs> that was the thing that even when I was on days I had like nothing to do, it's like, oh, I should be doing this. Mm. Now I'm like, oh, my should be is done. Yay! Kind of caught yeah, up now on stuff um, that needs to be done. Pugs, nothing but pugs. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, there's already there's already a comic book. I think it's like Battle Pug. Oh yeah, somebody showed me that. Who was it? Yeah, someone showed me that too. Uh, da 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 da. Zerker. Zerker, yeah. I was reading some. Of it, it's like Conan on a giant pug. So it's you know. kind of funny. It's on the first page. It had like a naked woman on all that. I'm like, well, that's not yeah, expected like, in my well, in my, yeah, in they, my pug comic. Yeah, naked no, woman telling of... a story to a pug. So you know, yeah. got my interest. Not gonna lie, pugs are hilarious for no other reason than that they started out as wolves, and we did that to wolves. Oh man, that's just and that's just a wolf and a pug could interbreed. Yep, <laughs> wolf pug. They are, they I love hilarious. being a biologist and talking about shit like that, just because it's so entertaining. They are a symbol to me of the Anthropocene, you know, the modern human-dominated era in which we live. I have a giant pug t-shirt for that reason. Just I... a huge photorealistic pug printed <laughs> on my disgusting frame. The platypus, that's all I have to say. What's that? The platypus, that's all I have to say. The platypus is pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah, they are. They are very awesome. Poisonous spurs! Hell yeah. They never show that on Perry. <laughs> Where 
is Perry anyway. He's, I don't know. He's on Phineas and Ferb. I have an odd theory, and this came about years ago. We noticed something with dogs. Mm-hmm. If you go to certain neighborhoods and you get like the purebred dogs, you know, the beautiful exemplars like, of their breed, but they're so like out of the yards in those neighborhoods. Yeah, out of the yards okay. in the neighborhood. If you so look you at drive those... around and you scoop up other people's animals. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You are you are a monster. Okay. Yes, I am a I'm a horrible monster. No, I shot you. Exactly. No, you look at dogs <laughs> like that, and you notice they're so inbred. Mm-hmm. Just the list of genetic defects and health problems that those poor animals are going to have. And then you look at the human population of the area. Technically, they're very outbred in most areas. Now, I found that the further south you go, where human inbreeding is, I wouldn't call it a rampant problem, but it is an issue. You notice that the dog populations are much more outbred. Hmm. I will tell you why. Resource distribution. Uh, When humans don't have a whole lot of resources, travel becomes a problem. However, then they don't have the time or resources to devote to tight control of their animals because they're living close to a subsistence level. So the animals are freer to move about, interbreed, etc. And in many ways are technically healthier. Hybrid vigor, baby. Damn right. Which is actually what I'm going to name my my first hybrid car that I buy. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you. Science! Yeah, no, that's great. I like that. That's what I think is going on with that. You're probably absolutely right. So shall we start off next week at Isla Verde? Yep. Sounds like a plan. Yep. Excellent. I'm really curious. We got a couple minutes left. Good Lord, sir. First of all, no. Before you say anything, let me just say... Bravo. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. That that was excellent. <laughs> that is what role-playing games are fucking about right there, is what is what that was. That was just incredible. I actually, at one point, and I'm not ashamed to admit it, got a little teary-eyed. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you. It's, I mean, I wasn't I'm like... glad that the story is engaging, and I'll uh, go ahead. It. Well, uh, a lot of that also comes down to the players. You have to have players who are willing to engage and create characters that are worth taking the time to invest in. I definitely feel like more of Adam really came out in this, and... Yes. He is He is tore up mentally. <laughs> This this is good. I mean, this is excellent. Yeah, I, I would watch yourself, Josh, because the only character so far who has... I mean, Mercury got torn up mentally before this, this began. Adam got tore up mentally during this. Ezra's time's coming. I have a few... I, I can't help but think... It's the benefit of being a shallow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll give him points for admitting the truth. But no. <laughs> anyway, you were going to say something, and I... I cut you off with with the, the high praise. The high praise. With praise. Thank, yes. thank you. Never <laughs> feel afraid to cut me off for praise. All hail the GM. I will not stop you from doing that. I was just curious what you guys think of what's going on. Like, what do you guys think is happening right now? I'm thinking that these books are actually people are using these books at you know thinking that they're opening themselves to the cosmos and they're actually opening themselves to have the Castanyantic implant itself in them 
as a vessel into this world. I'm thinking Ezra's right, and that's why Adam was getting jumpy all of a sudden, because he read the books. But then again, he wasn't acting on them. He was just yeah. looking at all the hippy-dippy bullshit stuff as far as he's but, concerned. Uh, but then there's, I think there might be some angel renegade or not. Possibly renegade, possibly just doing what it's supposed to do hunting down these guys as well and hence i think one of the people got ripped apart but i'm not sure on that but that still leaves the doctor who's possibly yes he is possibly and rosetta found the book at the farm it sounds like it sounds like and i think i'm going ezra or ezra god damn david (laughs) is gonna have to do some some repentance because if god did send that angel to talk to his daughter and he questioned it that isn't looked on too favorably by the divine admittedly Luckily, we're dealing with New Testament God, not Old Testament God, because if it was Old Testament God, he'd probably just, you know, not only kill David, but he'd kill all of his descendants except for the daughter. I just need a yeah, good, I... lightning, good lightning bolt. <laughs> so what are you guys planning on doing next? Well, we're going to Isla del Verde and uh, see what we can find out, what's going on. Maybe... Talk about this book they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, we we need to pull all these puzzle pieces together yeah. and look, see what we honestly have. And then we can go for the climactic showdown! Quite possibly. Where asses will be kicked! Names will be taken! We need to kick an old god in the testicles. That's right. Of course, the last time that happened, it destroyed a global civilization. Yeah, but that civilization, this is, our civilization isn't built around this yet, I think. Hopefully. No, it's built around commercialism. Oh, I'm sorry, that's just me being the old fart cynic, sorry. I think civilization is commercialism. I think if you don't have one, you can't have the other. (laughs) I actually find myself agreeing with you. And I'm not sure that's necessarily a bad thing. I no, do to what it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just God. Now I'm gonna sound hippy dippy. Once the balance has been disturbed and tilted one way versus the other, you have a problem. That's why there are Christmas nuts like me out here who don't care about presents. Just enjoy the spirit. Yes, enjoy the. That's kind of like how I am with Halloween. But you know, <laughs> getting without giving, Tommy, is like chewing without swallowing. It's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> oh, oh, hey. <laughs> goddamn poet I don't, I don't remember what that was but it was some skit I heard on Dr. Demento years ago <laughs> <laughs> I miss Dr. Demento yeah that stuff was pretty good yep. he's still on right, oh is he he's all really? online now oh, okay. he's all yeah cool. it, it's all online now um, I'm gonna check that out it's pay you have to pay to download oh well his stuff. but it's still like a buck ninety nine he's doing quite well hmm. uh, he had a there's an interview with him on the Nerdist. I want to say a year, maybe two years ago. He's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he's still alive. Wow. That's awesome. Okay, I have to track down that Nerdist uh, episode now. I don't subscribe to the podcast, but I'm I don't gonna have subscribe to, ch- to your beliefs. Check that. One. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. I'm not even sure what my beliefs are. So the fact that you don't subscribe to them is getting here. Doctor Mento swear, which is kind of weird. <laughs> oh, that, that would be weird. That's okay. Now I have. Even, is he <laughs> I mean, he wasn't like swearing a lot, but he's just like talking, and he said like the word "bullshit" fell out of his mouth. <laughs> it was even weirder hearing Neil deGrasse Tyson swear. I'm like, what? I don't even know who that is. Oh, uh, I, I paid. Yes, astro- astrophysicist on all the TV shows. Most hmm. Nova nowadays. Basically. Well, he's like a cross. He's a cross between Carl Sagan and Lando Calrissian. He's awesome. <laughs> He is, if I had to put a PR face to science in general, it would be him. Very and cool. and that pretty much is what he's doing anymore. Which and is on, good. 